So, Anne, did you mean Horace Heresy bookends rather than Horace Heresy cockends? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Horace, you're such a cockend. <laughs> he is a cockend. Well, let's just think about you're going to do bookends. Why the fuck would you do them both exactly the same? Because oh. for, for every one of us that are like, that's boring, they're both the same. There's like four people that would fully lose their shit if they were different. Because <laughs> they don't and, match. And if you can have pre-painted plastic Primera's toys, why not do um, nicely looking resin as in bronzed or silvered or gold ones? Just because, you know... You've got the shizzle well, dizzle for that. I've got a feeling they're going to release an Emperor set when they finally get around to having an idea of how they want the Emperor to look. If they change the Emperor's Emperor looks, I'll riot. I suppose they've got him on a couple of covers now, haven't they? So well, they've how, had how does he look? How does he look? Does he look he's like... a golden vision. He, well, no, he's got like the... Um... The Native American first, like First Nations, kind of look to his face. Because if you think, and this is my very limited knowledge of books and all that jazz, if you look at how the Emperor's um, described, um, people can't look at him because he just radiates light. Yeah, but we've got like the artwork and the the classic art, even even the classic kind of uh, is it not Road Trader. Horace and Horace standing over Broken Sanguinius. The Emperor still has oh. that like the the black hair kind of got the halo, hasn't he? Yeah. No, 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 uh, Emperor. I was I was just on my way to fix the reactor, and I found him like this. <laughs> the Emperor is sus. I mean, like if you look at the Master of Mankind, that's probably the best image that they could have based a, a bookend on. Hmm. Yeah. He's basically stood on a rock. Claw resting on his leg, white eyes, black hair, halo around his head, flaming sword, a couple of custodians just chilling around out around his feet. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just see what Keith said to, to, yeah. to Alan? Oh, oh, I <laughs> hang on, hang on. Where he said, Does he wear big shoes and face paint for a living because he's a fucking clown? <laughs> <laughs> For our avid listeners who have missed updates on Alan the Venusian, he's currently watching all of the MCU films, not in story order, but chronological order. <laughs> yeah, because that would be a human thing to do, and it'd be too sus. He's going to do it the Venusian way. Oh, man. Anyway, I, now you've mentioned listeners, I suppose we ought to say this is Prospect's party. We're back. Well, we are back. Yeah, baby. Hello. Kind of. After I mean, two of us attempted uh, death by various sources, um, yeah, we're still alive, motherfucker. <laughs> that's a fucking good point. Like, we've got Rona Jesus and Ladderman. And, <laughs> yeah. and that, like, out of everyone, it should be me <laughs> that's nearly dead most of the time. That's because you basically cooch yourself. Which it's, uh, you, are the, you are the least stable person we know, and <laughs> either mentally or physically. I, I personally... I you streaming the other day on Sea of Thieves when you couldn't jump. That made me laugh <laughs> long and hard. Oh, man. I think, uh, I think we ought to point out the fact that the technical difficulties that we were having on the live episode was Dan falling off a ladder. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's, watching, I... he's 
Sorry, he's also watching The Simpsons in chronological order as well. What? Like, there's any story to gain from that? Is there, is there some kind of like geek intervention that we need to do with Alan because he's I lost? Think we it. just need to we need to put him in a fucking penis shaped wicker man and just be done with it. You know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to put him on the next ship to uh, to Venus. That's what we need to do. There's life already. He's, yeah, you've seen NASA. He's busted. I've been looking for life. <laughs> he's <on> busted. <laughs> They they found these farts in the clouds in in, uh, in Venus. The secret's out. That's why he's now what, like trying to catch up on everything he can do before he's yeeted off the planet. That's Sorry, right. Yeah. Before I was outraged by his shenanigans, did we tell everyone that that the reason we couldn't record do the live episode is because Dan fell off a ladder? Yeah, I just mentioned yeah. that that was the technical yeah. difficulties that we were having. <laughs> yeah, ladders and me. It's not a good thing. Fortunately, I seem to be made of rubber. It wasn't even a step ladder. It was like a proper ladder ladder. Oh, yeah. I was cleaning the gutters in a two-story house. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! Dad's just like, oh, gravity check. I was just going to say, I was was filming my promo video for uh, Extreme Laddering for Channel 5. (laughs) Extreme Laddering. Oh, is that like a... uh, the extreme fishing by uh, uh, what's his name? Robson, uh, Robson Green. Robson Green. That's it. Robson Green. Yeah. Uh, extreme ladder. Extremes rap ladderings like that, except you take Z list celebrities that nobody likes, and I fall on them. <laughs> I would actually subscribe to that. I would, I would watch that. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> totally, everybody would be all over that like a rash. <laughs> Patreon that. Have you have you ever seen Extreme Ironing? Yes. No. What? You ne- you never seen Extreme? Oh, it's so can, good. Can I just say, we have good completely good. gone off. Talking about golf, we normally go off tangent about 20 minutes in. This is straight <laughs> out the gate. We've not, we've not even got to the intro yet. We haven't we haven't like done this in so long. Any any semblance of like professionalism, a year of it built up is out of the window at this point. I mean, can, you, can any of you guys actually remember what episode this might be? This is 13, um, I think. Unlucky for Unlucky for some. I'm moving this water away from my laptop. I'm clearly going to electrocute myself, aren't I? <laughs> oh, yes. That would be the apex of shenanigans if halfway through you'd make another attempt on your own life. <laughs> and I'm dead. Done. <laughs> oh, Jesus H. Christ. Um, so, shall, yeah. we, shall we intro this one? <laughs> yeah, I'm just about to. Um, so, welcome, <laughs> one and all, to Phosphex Party. I hope you haven't missed us too much. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I hope you've missed us like motherfuckers, frankly. Um, I, I'm your uh, friendly ladder-dodging host, uh, Dan, and <laughs> let's go around and introduce each other. Uh, say hello, Ross. Hello. Mr. Spinlaw, the Corona Jesus oh. himself. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump's got nothing on, on Corona Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and Should I part like the Atlantic Sea and go teach him some things? Yeah, you t- you teach that motherfucker what it's all about. Full Moses on him, part of the Atlantic yeah. Sea. <laughs> <laughs> that would be impressive. That's, that's okay, a bit of a perfect well. Not to drink stuff while we're recording. Yeah, don't do that. And say hello. Good evening, morning, or afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are we all today? Thank you. It was lovely hearing your ASMR tones over the internet. That's all I'll say. 
Ding right. Dong. Yeah. Lovely. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so much shit happened since we last spoke to you all. Um, oh, we did yeah, come up with sort of a running order, but, but um, I don't know. Let, let's just go for it. Let's go for it and see what happens. And then, so so where, we where do we normally the... start? Should we start with uh, hobby progress? That's what we normally yeah, start. So normally, yeah, so, yeah, so we're talking, been talking about a hobby project. So essentially, what me and Ant have been doing. Uh, and we've got Can a question from Ant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got some questions from Ant's daughter Isla, uh, which we'll be coming to later. We'll have a little chat about some of the releases and what we think about that and the. Crazy, crazy salt that was started circulating. <laughs> oh, what? What is wrong with you people? And then, uh, yeah, uh, at which point we'll we can talk about cock ends again, or was it book ends? <laughs> cock ends. <laughs> I mean, there's enough cock ends in the heresy scene that we could probably talk about it for a long time. <laughs> All right, let's crack on with uh, hobby progress. Right, um, hobby Corona Jesus, um. Right then. So, have you done any? Okay, so uh, I, I'm going to use it as Coffee an excuse. <laughs> yeah, oh, I had a bit of a break from hobbying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> had a bit of a break. Yeah, that's what it was. I, 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 I did the ultimate procrastination, basically. Fucking casual coma for anyone that's <laughs> There was nothing casual about it, trust me. Uh, it was uh, well, actually, uh, all the way through it, apparently. If, if, we, if we're going to talk about stuff that since the last time we recorded, so before I went into hospital, I actually built or, or partially built uh, for prepping uh, the Warbringer Titan for my Adeptus Titanicus. Mm-hmm. That happened before hospital, that did. Um, what, about three days. Uh, what? Three days? Yeah, I thought I thought you'd, you'd just started it and then you went down like a, a tramp on chips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got it to, I got it, I did get it to a, like a, a state where it was uh, ready for, uh, you know how it's like when you're airbrushing stuff, you kind of like have to build it in parts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I basically got, I got it to the stage where I don't know, Spin. When you're airbrushing stuff, do you have to do that? I was not going to say that. I was having a bad hey. time. Hey, I'm just going by instruction. You know, if I if it had been me, I would have built it completely and then handed it over to you, and then you would have been swearing at me for it being bit completely built, ready for airbrushing. Yeah, so yeah, that, then, I, then I would have yeeted it out the window. That's what I would have done. <laughs> exactly. Instead, what has happened is, is I built it correctly as per your instructions, and now you've gone and bought one for yourself because you like it that much. It's, it, it's, it looks better up close than it does on the box. Yeah, I'll, that, I'll, I'll, I've got to say, yeah, now that I've uh, like got my hands on one, as it were, and uh, I've also you know got to play around with the kit, it's, it is a, a much prefer it now that I've seen it in person uh, on the table as, uh, than than I did beforehand. I wasn't never a massive fan of it, but yeah, but uh, yeah, that was so that was my, my hobby progress pretty much before. The dark times. Uh, and then it well, then it was a bit of a blur for about I don't know four months. <laughs> um, okay, how, how long were you in? I, I, I've, lost, I've lost track. But how long were you in hospital for? Uh, in hospital, I was actually in hospital for six weeks. 
I I was in I was on the respirator for four weeks in the ICU and got transferred to another hospital for to go on the renal ward because my kidney's failing. Um, and I was there for for two weeks there or thereabouts. But it was about the fifth week that I woke up, or at least I remember waking up. I was in I was actually awake in hospital for about a week and a half. Uh, but yeah, six weeks pretty much total, all in, all in all. Um, yeah, it was a little bit, little bit, t- a little bit close. Uh, could could it could cut the life to a fine edge, basically. Um, Mate, I've got like three messages from your brother where it's like, mm, perhaps, <laughs> and I was like, no, let's fucking not. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. Go uh, yeah, them. yeah. So I got, I think I got a verbal slap from people, and uh, it kind of woke me up, uh, got me going again. So, uh, which your brother was like, "Oh, can you get everyone to like send a message?" And like, all the messages came to me, so I could send them to him. And some of them that I didn't include were just straight up abuse. <laughs> That's what you need. Like, you can't I have him read your fucking laurels. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Alan. It was definitely someone in the hobby chat that was like, just tell him to stop being a little bitch. And I was like, it's <laughs> got, got to be Alan. Uh, I, I think I got what I was, uh, Joe was show, like, showing me like the messages that I missed out on on, on one of our group chats. And did, uh, one of them from Pete was, uh, oh yeah, telling me he needs to uh, get his arse to gear, get over to uh, Canada so he can, and, and the Asian women. And it was like, yeah. okay, then a bit random, but fair enough. <laughs> it's not really a bit random. You have a type. No, I do not have a type. You do have a type. You guys have pigeonholed me, oh, pigeon me to this type. Right. You like three things from Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this should be interesting. Swords. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> giant robots. <laughs> and ladies. All right. Now, with uh, Adam's apples. Pornography. With Adam's apples. That's a totally different country, Ant. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, so, yeah, I, uh, I woke up and then uh, spent, basically spent, what, two to three months in recovery? Well, at least getting myself to a point where I can actually look after myself, uh, staying at my, fa- at my parents' place. And that time was spent mostly building lists and... Like looking at Instagram and like inspiration for uh, for, for multiple projects. I was at my parents' aunt. I wasn't doing that. Oh, and you like you haven't done that before? Come on! It's not my parents' house. Their internet's rubbish. Um, so yeah, so but yeah, fast forward a bit to like eventually got myself home. Um, Started looking out for myself, but I had a bit of a—I don't know—I kind of lost all impetus in terms of like even reading books because that's what I was doing mostly when I was at my parents' house. I was catching up on all the books that I've missed out on reading and uh, just basically like list building, which is nothing new there. But uh, yeah, when I got home, I kind of lost all interest for doing anything, and then mm. um, I kind of got a bit of a bit of inspiration, a bit of spurt because of I was buying some books on um facebook I joined uh, like this new group uh, about library books and i was like trying to get books i mean it was uh, i managed to get hold of the last bit, uh, books i needed for the heresy series in hardback Yay, well uh, and one of those uh it was, was actually one... for the holy fucking grail that was oh yeah uh, it, it was 
Legion was the last one I got. Uh, I can't. I, I'll have to have a look at the, what the fella's name was. But uh, yeah, absolute legend for sorting me out with that one. Um, but there was also some, you know, some of the novellas that they did in hardback. Uh, I picked up yeah. a couple of those, and uh, one of the guys that was selling one of those. And I'm just going to give uh, send a photo just to check. So on the Phosphex chat, also who was selling these? Okay. Oh, some blokes in so, power armor. Uh, basically, he was selling some uh, t- two sets of sprues of uh, tactical marines. And I went, you know okay. what? I keep getting the piss taken out of me for not having any tactical marines. So I've also yeah, built you... 20 tactical marines. Uh, yeah, you've you trilled your barrels. You've built uh, No, I'm not. Yeah, I built them. Have you um, got rid of the mold lines? <laughs> yes. You know, the, 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 beauty, the beauty of the Mark Three kit is there's hardly any mold lines on there. Mostly, mostly hidden. Uh, they were yeah, the ones I have. The, the ones that are annoying are the ones on the backpacks because also the backpacks are like two separate pieces. Yeah, um, yeah. But that generally they're really nice bits of kit. I think you've got like one on the head and one on one of the legs, and that's about it that you need to worry about. Um, you see, I like the Mark Three because of the, the like the scaly plate on the the back of the thighs or the back of the shins. Yeah, like the segmented stuff. Yeah, I think they look really cool. But uh, easy, yeah, so easy, I, I easy to paint. I now have uh, twenty tactical marines as part of my Iron Warriors uh, incoming. Are you, so, uh, are you have uh, you got them on with chain axes? Uh, no, I've not modelled them on. These are literally. I just thought I'd go. You know what? Basic models. Just literally bash them out, get them, uh, get them built, and then I've got I've got the uh, got those models now, uh, which I didn't have before. I never had any tactical marines before. Really? Uh, yeah. No, you went what, for breaches. Yeah, I, went, I started out with breaches because I was going for a whole like, um, uh, like, like storming the trenches try start style theme when I first started. Uh, uh, so I went I for that. Uh, yeah, I said I've said this before on I think on the old episode where when I first started getting to heresy for me like I wanted to get the models that kind of uh, like with the image of heresy mod of the heresy game. So basically mm. the stuff that you don't normally get in 40k. So breaches you don't have in 40k really. So. That's why I went focused on those. I had like the, the Proteus Land Raiders. I mean, they're all shit on the in the game apparently, but uh, I, you know they just look cool on the table. So uh, that's why I went for those yeah, breaches over tactical marines. That's fair enough. Um, and that was so before you, they released the plastic sets. You know how we've been doing that stupid thing like Tonks, Tinks, <laughs> right? Yes. I can't help it now. People say words, and I immediately like make a dumb like sound out of it. You said trench, and I just went, huh, trunch. <laughs> trunch. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest game in the world. We used to do this at university all the time. It's just to replace the vowel. So it was chops, <laughs> chips, or chaps. It's like, I do it. It's like, Lil, what do you want to pack up for, for work? Uh, do you want a hom sandwich? And she just looks <laughs> at me. Like, <laughs> she just gives me this super specific look that's like, am I marrying someone that has like, a very specific learning disability. What's going on? I am not good this shit. Specifically this. But uh, so yeah, that, that that kind of led on to me. Then oh, uh, I think we ought to talk about this a, a bit later. But uh, I then went on to uh, I kind of spurred me on to start building some other stuff for Heresy. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, very cloak and dagger. Oh yeah, because I think it'd be better for uh, Dan to reveal what happened, what we did for him, uh, rather than me talking about it. Oh well, right, you yeah, got me. You, know. 
Yeah. Got me one of those ladders with a special bracing unit on the bottom, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a, it was a baby carrier that we attached that you attached to the ladder. Ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so yeah, I, I had to go. At, uh, I thought I'd, uh, I've also had to go uh, doing a bit of airbrushing, but then realised that um, I can't base coat uh, undercoat stuff with my airbrush. So I've got is that more spoons? Uh, I was just literally because it's been so long since I used it. I was going to do some undercoating. I was going to undercoat those tactical marines. So I got, that's why I got the old I got the airbrush out, and I was going to have a practice on like a bit of paper. But then something didn't seem right. And it's because it, you know, after speaking to Dan, it was because of my the needle I've got is too small for undercoating using this paint that we got. So I got myself a new whack needle. Up the, uh, whack, whack up the PSI to about 75. <laughs> you'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> right, the light. Like <laughs> <laughs> like so, comedy, comedy things where he's got the hose and he's looking at it and then it explodes in his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, sort that out. Uh, we've got like a little challenge thing going on with the uh, with the local gaming guys, but uh, yeah, we don't. I think we're keeping that one under under wraps for the time being. Yeah, I don't know why, because unless there's a fear of shame, I don't, I don't, I don't see why. I mean, I think it's we're not meant to share pictures with each other. I think we can talk about it. Okay, cool. Uh, so I bought I bought the model for that, and I've been looking at converting that. Uh, so I've been getting bits and pieces together for that. I've been doing a lot of uh, research for new conversions and new, you know conversion ideas. Oh, and also, uh, I still haven't put together my three D printer. <laughs> Let's talk about the interesting component of that story. In the time that you between you buying it, going to fucking hospital, coming out, getting replacement parts and stuff, another one. Oh of yeah, our- that was the other thing. Is I I did start building it, and then turned out I was still missing parts. And but in the meantime, Ollie's decided bought one built it and printed most of a bottle of resin's worth of stuff, hasn't he? That's because he didn't need to build it. He just got out of the box and goes. Mine needed. Uh, mine was the upgrade that was the problem, and that's what's caused me all the hassle. I mean, you and could now, have also paid for someone to build it. Uh, I could have done, but at the time it was like, oh, cool, I, I, I should be able to do this, but I wasn't expecting it to have half the parts missing when <laughs> I tried to do it. Um, Ollie's, Ollie's actually printed me some bits from my Black Shields. Oh, Oh. Uh, those under wraps, aren't you? Until you've uh, got them together. No. Uh, oh, yeah, until I've built them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about uh, black shields, obviously, but yeah, yeah no, I meant yeah, yeah, the parts that um, Ollie's done for you. Mm. Um, it's uh, the, 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 what's going to really make you laugh is that in less than a month, uh, that printer's going to be a year old. <laughs> no, I bought it on Black you Friday. Laugh. You say laugh, I say rolling my eyes in a certain amount of uh, why am I not surprised? Yeah, it's standard. You know, yeah. I had them cry. At least, <laughs> at least I had some excuse for that. Well, we're giving you a pass for being in a coma, but you came out of the coma and you're now talking to us. So the question still stands. Why yeah, I didn't did have all the parts. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> that was the problem. That's the excuse. Every time Gaffer I try for that, you fix the damn yeah. thing, get, get the thing you put together. Oh, yeah. Turns out you're missing this bit. And I'm now just waiting for the next bit that's missing because it's damn well cursed. But, uh, I, I even I managed to get seen... the wash and cure unit before uh, I got my own printer working. I've seen tens of thousands of pounds worth of recording equipment held together by gaffer tape. 
I'm pretty sure <laughs> that you could just like gaffer your printer together. What's and it'll that be fine. tape that, that that's uh, always used in the meme? Flex, flex tape. tape. That's flex. it. I need the flex tape. Yeah. Um, cool. What else? What else have we been doing hobby related wise? Oh, so um, oh, actually, there's something that me and Ross are going to be talking about later that I think uh, would be. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll announce it later. So, good lord. Yeah, then we kind of tied into doing it. Then, aren't we? Yeah, I guess Just like um, all the stuff that we said we're going to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's going next then? Uh, I'll go before you and Ant like wade into the fray. <laughs> yeah, when when when, when, when Dad and Ant come on, I can go for and make a cup of tea. <laughs> so let's let's go from like the start of lockdown. What was I doing at the start? Like, I was building tech demons. So I've got oh, yeah. I've got I think ten. I was fifteen fully converted uh, tech demons. They're all they're made from like the um, the night haunts with bits from Skatari infiltrators and Green Stuff World uh, pipes made with the roller, which is really oh. good. Oh, oh yeah, they were looking really good. They were. I'll save it for my bit, but I, Green Stuff World is my new favourite place. Green Stuff World is so good. Like now that the uh, shout out to the Outpost has the full Green yeah. Stuff World range, I'm going to be getting a lot more of it. And then yeah. got a bag of cock rings from them the other day. Talk about that. Cock rings. <laughs> okay. Oh well, Black Shields. So I, I decided I was going to do 1.5 ZM Force of Black Shields. Um, made a couple of lists, but they're all pretty much kind of built around the core that is um, like two 15-man Marauder squads and my uh, Lord, and then I've got some Terminators, some Destroyers, a Pravian with three Vorax and a Moritat that I can just kind of pick up and slot in to change how, the, how it plays. And I've been making... Uh, bases so ordered some of the uh plasticard with the diamond pa- diamond pattern uh like flooring oh like industrial sheeting sort of thing yeah yeah um and it's mostly just been like cutting holes in sector mechanic mechanicus and necromunda bases and putting like um piping and stuff underneath and making just making the bases look interested and interesting and then I can't remember who it was. Someone suggested that I do them for armies on parade. So that was me, I'm, probably. I might be looking at how I can make uh, a dread claw look like it's latched on to a tile of ZM. It's gonna be cool. Hello. I think I can't remember who it was. It was someone in chat. It might have been Ollie. Was like, oh, why don't you make it a Charybdis? And I was like, that's no. Get out. What? <laughs> like, mainly, mainly because if it falls on somebody, it will kill a child. Yeah. But, um, what are the, what, is there actually any specific, like, rules requirements for, uh, Armies on Parade? Like, what, are the, what, are um, the, how, how does it work in terms of, it's like a, to... a tile or a base of a certain dimensions. And then they have three categories now, which is 40k, AOS, and then other. And in other is like uh, Horus Heresy, Lord of the Rings, Aeronautica, and Adeptus Titanicus, which I think is a bit bullshit. Um, I think Heresy should have its own. Heresy should have its own, and especially when you think about the the level of work that goes into some Heresy armies. But I can understand why they're not doing it because they want to 
like show off the models that you can buy in store. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever seen a Her- Horus Heresy Armies on Parade winner. I don't think I have either. I don't think I've I ever think... seen a Horus. I don't think I've ever seen a Horus Heresy Armies on Parade. To be honest with you, I've seen an, I've seen one in Leeds. Um, or we talking that about was... the son, or, was, or, or would it be the Sons of Horus in the White Dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 um, other than that, now I've started planning out uh, a ZM table um, because as the the current situation goes on, um, it doesn't look like we're going to get back to club anytime ever. Like within the next year, I reckon it's going to be middle of next year before I mean, like, we we're, did a- have, we're able to uh, do stuff. We, we did have a brief moment when we might have got a little bit of uh, gaming in, but yeah, the amount for the the second wave. Clearly building up, we are yeah. through for the time being. And uh, I think we've all had had the conversation where, like, if we wanted to have a game, um, we could do it at one of our homes with our our tables, and in a time when the testing isn't stretched as far as it is at the moment, I don't think it's beyond the pale to both get a test like the day before or whatever, and then be like, "Yep, cool, we can play because we're both negative." Uh, to be honest with you, I've, 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 because I'm, I live on my own, so I can have people come round as long as you uh, are in the garden. Believe it or not, I think is the rules on that one. Maybe they're changing though soon. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I for one, don't fancy playing a game of Horus Heresy in December outside. I mean, that's doing nothing <laughs> for me. You, you just get, you just be scared of my erect nipples, wouldn't you? That's what it would be. Yeah, but now that no, they're mag- now the pubs are closing, though. We can go and steal one of their, like, uh, umbrella heaters. Oh, yes, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Just everyone can get out of their garden. Ten mi- give me ten minutes, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it. that's pretty much my... So, just just a question. Just, yeah, go on. Just, just a question. Why Black Shields? So, I have Iron Warriors. I have Salamanders. Um... I have another legion that we'll discuss later when me and Spin get round to the the reveal. Okay. Um, and I guess I was I was sat looking at the different um, like legion liveries and kind of yeah. thinking to myself, I want to do something uh, like the like the alternate color schemes that some of the legions have, but not the the pre Primarch stuff. And the closest right. I could get was like the. Um, one of the like the Ultramines companies had different um like armor heraldry, like it was quartered or something. Uh, wasn't it the right. uh it, it wasn't it the chapter master of one of the new of the second um the yeah, old, the first I, can't, I can't remember which one it was. It was in um it was in the Sotha book anyway. Yeah, that's it. Uh and then I thought to myself, well, why am I bothering looking through all of the legions? for a colour scheme close to what I want to paint when I can do Black Shields. So I had a look at the Black Shields, um, like the, their law and what they are. And essentially it's, for the most part, it's a collection of both Marines from Loyalist and Traitor Legions who 
either didn't agree with what was going on or were left behind um, and ended up joining one of these, like, bands. Um, and they're pretty much kind of like mercenaries or pirates or some... <laughs> some are fighting for the Emperor but don't trust the legions. And some are fighting for Horace but would rather do it without being told what to do. Um, and it's just it's a really interesting little thing to play with and it was also kind of inspired by the campaign that we got we're playing um it's not over it's not over because if i've got that black shields force i can play for both sides i can decide okay i'm i'm playing uh alan so i'm gonna be a loyalist i'm playing um Who's a loyalist? <laughs> I'm playing uh, <laughs> Nick. I'm playing Nick, so I'm going to be a traitor. Um, basically, just out for my own, out for my own ends. Um, mm. And I knew I, I knew I had some models I wanted to use. Like I want to use some stuff from the Iron Hands range, and some stuff from the Death Guard range, um, some stuff from the Imperial Fist range. Um, I've come up with how the the background works, and I'm you know I'm reasonably happy with what I have is going to be a fun force to use, but also makes sense from a, a background point of view. So for somebody like me who knows absolutely diddly squats about black shields, what makes them different, say, compared to Smurfs or the Blood Angels or the Dark Angels or whatever? It is is it where you is it like the Alpha Legion where you can take as like a unit from a different army, or is it where you can no, just match no. loads of random stuff? So the major differences are um, they don't have a praetor; they have uh, like a reaver lord, and you can only take one console. So you can only have have two HQ choices. Okay. Um, you can't take tactical marines, but you can take marauder squads, um, and their choice of weapons is a lot more interesting than. Tacticals, you can give them like auto guns or las guns or um, like Xenos Deathlocks. Um, they have pariah flamers and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, pariah flamers and bolters, pariah armor. Uh, so so we have, basically, we have like funky guns and stuff. A lot of it is kind of like um, it comes with downsides. So the pariah armor is normal power armor, but if you get hit by yeah. something over strength five, it goes down to a f- uh, like a four up save, I think. Oh, um, okay. The flamers it's represent like the uh, the ad hoc element of what they, like they don't they're not got like, access to like a forge world. Yeah, they're like jury rigged. Uh, but the major difference would be um, they like they have um, like their rote of war, so. Mine are Death Seekers, which mean they, uh, if they are in range of a charge, they have to roll for that charge. Right. Um, but they all get five up, feel no pain, like across the entire army. And if the luck world eater, sorry. Yeah. Mm. But there's other ones. There's the Chimere, where you get to buff two stats. There's three different versions. I think it's like strength and toughness and um, like. What's the other one? Oh, Outlanders that gives you access to like rad weaponry and stuff like that. Um, so the, one of the best ways I uh, I think I've seen it is described is like you know do you know the difference between um, a contemptor and a quarters contemptor and yeah that's basically it. so imagine a contemptor is a legion 
and the Cortis Contemptor is the Black Shield in terms of like right. like that that understanding in terms of like the ad hoc elements of it that like it's you know in disrepair or I mean not necessarily in disrepair as such but they they have less well, resources. Got... Well, yeah, like you can't take drop pods, for example. You can't take drop pods. You can't take um, command squads. You can't take. There's several units that you can't access as a black shield. I suppose. I suppose the best way. I suppose the best way to describe it is that they've got some really cool toys, but then on the flip side, you have you run with a massive risk of it not, you know, not being any good. Yeah, I think unlike Shattered Legions, which is my other option. Shattered Legions is open to abuse, uh, depending on what, which legions you pick. Um, but that that is countered by the fact you have to ask your opponent if you can right, use okay. them. Um, but Black Shields are something different, very different um, from like a play perspective and a hobby perspective. But they're yeah. not they're not overpowered the way Shattered Legions can be. Right, okay. We're a bit more balanced, but I suppose it's you've, what it sounds like to me is that you've got a lot more kind of scope for conversions. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like kind of really mashing it up. So if you, did you see the pictures of my destroyers? Um, I don't I was, remember seeing I, those. I, no, I saw those because I was because I went up next round to drop off whatever it was. Oh yes, you did. I yes, saw, I, I saw. I saw because I thought you know when I saw those on your um, hobby desk, i.e., kitchen table, I thought <laughs> they were your kill team. You know that you know that thirty k kill team you were um, looking at. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was to do with that. I thought, oh, that's really nice. There, I didn't realize they were um, black shields. So I'll enjoy yeah. hacking them to death with my chain axes. So thank you very much. <laughs> it will, it will be good fun. Models. But yeah, the um, that unit, they're all former Imperial fists, hmm. and they're all like I in in the like the law, the background for for the Deep Reavers. They refer to themselves as the Solemn. They paint their armor right. black. They don't interact with other parts of the warband, and they're literally like. Not trying to die, but they're reckless to the point where most of them have like bionic limbs and their armors cobbled together because oh. Dawn left them behind, so they're worthless. That's their internal logic. Yeah. Um, and they're there with the Moritat. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. Each, each unit has its own, um, like little bit of flavor text to it. Yeah. And then that kind of helps me build that unit and give them interesting conversions and poses. Um, like you said, spin about my Terminators. They've they've all don't have helmets on, mm. and I said, oh, if you you know if you go face to face with the warp, then if you're scared of vacuum, don't don't bother turning up. Like little little things like that are are really helping me get the impetus to put the the force together. Mm. Yeah, man. Like it's stuff. You, the, what you've done for the bases has been amazing. I cut myself so many times for them bases. <laughs> You have bled for them. Like there was, there was a solid four days where I couldn't hobby because I'd slipped and put my knife across my right hand index finger from where the nail starts all the way around the pad to the first knuckle. Oh. It was grim, uh, and that was all because I was trying to carve part of one of the bases out, and I was lazy and didn't use my saw, so I won't make that mistake again. 
limit of my hobbying. My titans have been moved from my office to downstairs. <laughs> orifice? Office. Why would I have titans in my orifice? I don't know. <laughs> brave enough. If you're brave enough. Um, oh, that was the other thing. I did build the uh, one of the warlords as well. I thought you were going to talk about your orifice. I was worried. You didn't magnetize them, though, did you? Sorry, what was that? Magnetize them, though, did you? No, I, I got, I got. You said you were coming around to kind of like do a delivery of stuff, and I got all excited about handing over stuff, and uh, I forgot about the magnets. So sorry about that. Yeah, fortunately, I magnetized them for you. Appreciate it. Right, I need to remember to give you some magnets for that. Yeah, we'll sort that out. Uh, yeah, so, is that it, Ross? Let's have the the big lads now, the the ho- the hobby heavy hitters. I mean, like Ant's going to take ten minutes just searching through his phone of the stuff he's been doing over the last uh, like six I've months. I've got my I've got my list pre-written. Wow. Do it, man! Fire away! Right, right. Here we go. Stand by, ladies. So, um, what I decided to do was um, there was a lot of chit chat about bad up wars. A lot. Of oh, yeah, there was, wasn't there? There was. And so what I decided to do was see if I could paint up um, some raptors, unbeknown to me, while Spence was um, high as a kite and nearly dying. I chose his chapter um, and painted up some raptors. Now, I hadn't ever looked at the raptors before, but because they turned out to be Russian green, I immediately got a hard on. <laughs> And just painted <laughs> like I think I'm gonna do them about a thousand five hundred, roughly maybe five thousand. No, five one thousand. Wow, five thousand! Never knew you had the time to do that. Yes, Isla. This a guest is appearance Isla, from Isla. Right. So yes. Anyway, so I painted a load of raptors up, and ironically, as I painted up the chaplain, because I thought, well, I've not painted up a chaplain for years. Love chaplains. Love the idea of just the, the whole concept of them so i've painted a chaplain and on the day i painted this chaplain as a test model they announced uh ninth edition i was like, oh perfect i can use the raptors in ninth edition da, 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 da. and just basically plowed on through it was a little bit naughty 3d printed some rhinos which came out really nice so i was quite happy with them um and then and then the whole hoo-ha about um the firstborn, i.e. tactical marines, um, getting two wounds. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then over the last couple of days or so, um, we're now scouts and our classes elites. But luckily, yep. I've got quite a lot of tactical options, quite a lot of tactical options. So I'm kind of in between the pens. So, yeah, so I painted a load of raptors. Uh, what else did I do? Let's have a look. So I did the... Um, <laughs> I stripped my nids from about eight years ago. So, well, maybe more than that. Go and get in your pajamas, yeah. Why? Because you're giving me to give me ten minutes. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Be gone, child. Right. So, um, so yeah. So, my nids from years and years and years ago. I think it was third edition, forty k. I had a load of green nids, painted them. Looking back on them, they were okay, but weren't brilliant. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Ant, but I'm pretty sure that's more than eight years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Was it maybe 15 years ago? Whenever it was. Like that. I don't I don't Anyway, so they, they're old school to the point where I think it's a metal hive tyrant, actually. 
Jesus. Um, oh, always, well, you know where it was the tyrant god that had the shield and the whip thing. That's the addition. And the zonothrope was like the little dumpy thing. That's the zoanthrope. The zoanthrope. <laughs> oh, it's been a while since we've had that one. It's been a while since we had one of those. But um, so yes, yeah, so basically, I've, I've put my um, stripping machine. The uh, what's it bloody called? The um, ultrasonic cleaner. That's the bad boy. So that went into overdrive, stripped um, my entire army, repainted the whole lot, picked up a few bits and bobs off eBay. So like a like a swarm lord. Um, a can effects with some devourers and all this kind of stuff, and some other bits and bobs and odds and sods. So basically, I've painted an entire Raptor Force, a Nid Force, um, for forty k. Um, hang on, go brush your teeth, you. Come on, <laughs> you know the score. <laughs> yeah, thank you, children. Where were Johnny? Worth it. Um. <laughs> what? What do you want? <laughs> no, go away and go and brush your teeth, please. <laughs> loads of raptors, loads of nids. Um, did a knight armor, so I've got two knights left to do. I'm about to finish three, four. I'm about to finish my fifth knight, uh, which will be done over this weekend. And I've got two more left to do, which I'll kind of come to an agreement with a couple of lads. I'm just going to do some work for them and they're going to buy these knights. So I've got a knight army basically sorted out. Did some Aeronautica Orcs. Um, they look so good. Well, not to kind of like piss on anybody's chips, but they were just sprayed red. I had some um... <laughs> not to piss on air on chips, but you know, it took me like thirty seconds to paint all these, uh, unlike yeah, some other people. Which so, is so obviously quick. who that might be. They were so quick. So I, they were sprayed red. They were I got some stencil, hot rod stencil stuffs from um Barwell Bodyworks, whack bows on, bit of black, um, bit of ink, you know, just kind of inked them up a bit, sponge some whatever on it, that was it. And then did the coppers. The coppers took fucking the longest bit. But that was it. They were boom, boom, done. I was like, oh, okay. Um, what else? Did some nid terrain. Um, did my world eater fast mover, which is the 40k chaos, whatever it's called. Um, oh, the Hellblade. No, yeah, is it the Talon? The no, Talon. Talon's the bomber. Yeah, so yeah, Hellblade. Yeah, see, the Hellblade I've had around, I discovered it when I was clear, well, not clearing it, I was, I was kind of having a tidy of some of my hobby shit, and I found it. I was like, oh, I forgot I had this because it was bought by an ex a while back. Because I've mentioned once, I was like, so model I've always liked, I've always wanted, but I've never needed a reason to buy it because I don't play, I didn't, at that point, I didn't play 40k that much wasn't overly bothered by the chaos because chaos had kind of lost a bit of their kind of juiciness because they were a bit bland and boring and to be honest with you I still think they are and I was yeah, like was, yeah. I, yeah and I was just like well then with Hellblade and I was like I don't want to sell it because it just seems a bit of a waste and I was like I wonder what I can do with it 
Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to paint up in world eater colours. And now let's I see. And let's see what <laughs> happens. A perfect stand-in for a Ziphon or a Lightning, in my opinion. Like, I'd yeah, be happy yeah. to, if you if you Absolutely. put that down, and you were like, "This is my uh, Ziphon," Whatever. I'd be like, "Fucking mint! That's nice. Mm. Let's do this." Um, like, because you've put time into painting it and making it fit in with the rest of your force. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I just I really rate it. It was it was such a good idea as well because like when you posted it, I was like, "Oh shit, that is a really good idea." That now I can't steal. Otherwise, like uh, all of the all of Phosphex part, you're going to turn to an event and be like, "This is my stand-in Ziphon." Oh, no, absolutely! <laughs> yeah, I've already stolen that idea. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I've told Ant that. Yeah, <laughs> seeing seeing you shameless, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bit, I always credit where credit is due. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, but uh, it was seeing it in Legion colours. That was the key thing. Yeah. It looks so good in Legion colours. Well, then the thing is, though, with that, there's no convert because the chaos symbols that came in the kit are stick on chaos symbols, so I just didn't stick them on. Really? Oh, I wonder what that I was going to ask you about that. Whether uh, you was it difficult to get those off? But if they stick yeah. on, but... no, because so you, know, you know, they're just little, little, little these little resin tabby bits that you kind of just bang them on wherever you want. And I Excellent. looked at it and I was like, apart from these two little bits, and I was like. There's nothing chaosy, like a five point, eight pointed star, whatever it is, on there. And I was like, I'll just whack the fucker together. It probably took me long because it's an old, old kit. It probably took me longer to work out how the fuck does it go together <laughs> because the instructions are like printed on the tea towel. And I would, it was just like, fuck. But once you kind of sussed it, it was the engine bit at the back. I was like, where do these bits go? But um, yeah, it, I'm happy with it. All I've got to do is I've got to pick up a like a clear flight stand thing from Keith. Because um, the other thing with it is as well, you get that little, you know, like the flight stand, like the, the cross bit that you can put on your stem. Yeah. But there's no actual place for this for the list, this little kind of cross bit to go onto the model. You have to stick it somewhere, and it just like so. I'd rather just get a three inch drill and just go into it and then just put a um a stem on it yeah i always think the acrylic rods look better hmm. like the i don't know the stems just kind of seem a bit flimsy and i'm always worried that they're just gonna like kamikaze themselves into the ground but well, i've seen like people holding up thunderhawks with these like the with the the nice chunky like acrylic stems yeah and there's they just look. They look so nice. They look more like a display item then. I don't know. It's, I'm. I'm not too sure how to whether I want to do it level or banking or climbing or diving or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I might put some kind of see if I can get some kind of ball joint for it, so I can make it a bit more kind of poseable. But um, yeah, so I did that. That was quite nice. It was. There was a nice little palette cleanser, as I call it. So that wasn't too bad. Um, and then. I was I downloaded the Necromunda um, game on um, PlayStation, oh, yeah. and basically um, because I was playing it and pleasantly uh, impressed by it, um, I thought, right, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to then paint my Goliath gang, but I didn't want to paint my Goliath gang like the usual ones you get, as in um, bright colours, yeah. 
I went really, really dark kind of colours and all that kind of stuff. And Which is not your um, thing, actually, is it, Anne? What's that? You're not known for your muted palettes. Apart from your no, 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 this is it. So I'd, I'd, I'd kind of not let it step outside my comfort zone, but I thought I'm just going to go for something a little bit more, a bit more sexier. And um, did them all as, um, as, as black guys because I've not painted that skin colour before, so I thought let's give it a go. And it was really good. Re it was really good. Um, and they came out really nice. Um, so they look really nice. I like them. What else have I done? I did my another gang for Necromunda, which was my Chaos Cultists using the Blackstone Fortress stuff. They came out really nice, so they were good as well. What else? Let's have a quick look. Oh, I've nearly done my uh, my Warhound, so that's about there. Forgot you got that Warhound. I've printed another one. So yeah, I've now got that's two. what I meant. I, for, I forgot that you uh, made another one. Yeah, well, the thing, I did one of them and kind of, you know, cleaned it all up. And it's it, effectively, all I've got to do is the weapons, the head, and then the decals, and that's it. Everything else is, is ready to go. And then I've got a second one that I need to clean up and all that kind of stuff. I'd go from there, but to be honest with you, I've not, even though everybody's like kind of been in lockdown and all this kind of stuff, because I've been, because I was, because I was, well, I still am classed as a key worker, I've not really done that much painting because I've been working and working and working. And I was yeah. absolutely crack record. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to, but then I, because I've had no games to plan for, I've had no mojo. To, to kind of sit there and go, right, I'm going to play whatever, so that means I want to paint this. Or, oh, I play a game, oh, I really like that, I want to add something to my army kind of thing. So that's, that's the thing, because I've not been playing any games. It's just for me to get motivation to paint stuff, I've been a bit like, yeah, I'm just going to paint this, I'm going to paint that. So I've been doing Operation Finish That Fucking Model so I just look around the room and go, right. I've got your next on hit list. Yeah, I've got a load. I've got some bits like you know the Goliath Gang is a perfect example. I've had them since Necromunda was first released or re-released a couple of years ago. Stuck them together. Zenith highlighted them. Didn't do anything with them, and I was like, you know what? It's only ten guys. Bang them out. And did them in about three days. And it was the same for the Aeronautica Imperial stuff. It's just like, right, let's do that, let's do this, let's do that. Let's do... And I'm just painting for the fun of it. However, the one thing I have done that's going to make you lot fucking laugh is I picked up some bits and bobs and just put it in the Phosphex chat. And this is the next addition to my World Ooh. Eaters. My World Eaters are <laughs> back on the menu. So, assault cannons? Well, they're class as rotor rotor cannons or whatever they're Rota called. Rotor cannons. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. So these these fuckers they can infiltrate. So for the for the view for the listeners who can't see, I've I've, I've started looking at the world. Sent as a dick pic. Huh? <laughs> just sent as a dick pic. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> in three stages, Don't Don't can, wang. In, in three stages, because I can get it all on one picture. Um. 
I've looked at the world eaters and I'm like, what do, what units don't people take in any heresy army? I've seen loads of heresy army over the over the last six months or so. I've sat there and got, I've sat there and some of them have been really good and some of them have been like you know the same old same old kind of stuff. And it's like, what units do you not see? And it's like, I've never seen tarantulas, never seen tarantulas. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna gonna grab all some tarantulas. So there's certain rights of war that I can't use them in. I think one of them is blood tide or whatever it's called. Yeah, where you can't, have, you can't you, yeah, because you can't have emplacements. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. But you don't you don't see. I've never seen tarantulas. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just have a bit of fun and get those painted up and you know make them look a bit sexy and something else to add to the. To the boys in blue and white. So that, about, that photo also points out a couple of other things that you've done, worked on. Like what? Uh, well, your robots for K forty seven, but also oh, your yeah, uh, yeah. your uh, your knights that you've been working on. Yeah, he yeah, literally yeah. just talked about the knights. Sorry. <laughs> Where did it. you go? I, 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 this is it. I didn't realise you talked about that particular one. Oh no, but. No, yeah, well, I was about to say that's the last night I'm need to. Well, that's not the last night, but that's the the night I'll be finishing this weekend. But no, yes, yeah, so I've got a Arius, whatever it is. What? Begins with an A. No, it's not an Ashron. It's not the Ashron. Atropos. Atropos. I think you're only allowed one of them in your army, though, aren't you? Uh, it's, it's weird, spooky shit. That's what it is? Yeah. I, I think some kind of limit on it. Yeah, I just like the carapace. The carapace looks really fucking cool, as well as the, the one of his cannons is like an absolute cock knocker of a cannon. So basically, it's a nice, it's a nice. To be honest with you, I've got these knights when I when I do field them, I've probably got about four thousand points worth of knights, roughly, give or take. I've I've got a feeling they're either going to be hilariously funny to run around with because it'll be like I'll have the tactical prowess of a fucking pigeon that's been drowned by Dan in episode three. Yeah, or, episode one. <laughs> or episode one. It's or episode one. It, or it'll be one of those. It'll be one of those where people all sit there, like you know, when Kurt first faced my armored list, and he just went, hmm. "What do I do?" And I just went, da, 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 and everything just fell over. Um, he had a great He'll either be really good to the point where I'll go, I can't use them again because that's just ridiculous. Hey, you use the armored list against me, remember? Oh, Jesus Christ, that was painful. <laughs> that was painful. But you know what I mean? So, so they're going to be one extreme to the other, depending on how people handle them. So I'm not expecting um, to use them all the time. But I, I do want to use them in a big game. Like to so say, for example, go down to Warhammer World, take all my knights, take, you know, potentially recode the Reaver, and then say, right, you know, let's play 10,000 points. And, you know, I'll have like basically an 80, an, an, an 80 army at 28 mil scale and just have lots of other random shit running around. And it, I don't know. We'll see. But. <laughs> Who yeah, invited nice the demon to the conversation? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Just some like what? absolutely brutal demon scream through the <laughs> internet. <laughs> this is it. 
Villa, who was Villa, it? Vi- Viking I don't know who that was. It was probably me breathing out. That lit that shit me up so much. Because I was just <laughs> listening. I was just listening to Ant and I was looking at something on my phone and that noise happened and I was like, sick, I'm dead. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So if you've you... been affected by this recording, please contact Exorcist <laughs> at the Vatican. <laughs> so who are you going to call the Grey Knights? Because that was fucking weird. The Gellerfields yeah. definitely failed at that point. This is true, but no, but you, yeah, but you mentioned about those K forty seven AI robot guys again. That's just because I, I just was like, you know what, I've always liked them. I'm just going to pick a couple of squads up, have a bit of a play, and see what happens with them. So that's uh, yeah. Hobby wise, it's not been that much considering that's in considering how long it's been because i've had quite a lot you've been you've been it's not like you've been sitting around on your on your ass no no well the problem is i've I've fired playstation oh no and and that was the problem i switched on the playstation and when i switched it on it's just it can take up weeks of your life can't it well i've been playing mad max and because mad max is a sandbox game pretty much it's a bit like Grand Theft Auto, but better. It's oh, it's fucking great. It's really good. So you should come I, play I've, Sea of Thieves with me and Lottie. You see, I'm tempted by it. What what uh, what format are you on though? It doesn't it's matter. Play, so it's all good. Oh, the thing is, play? like, yeah, so you can have PC and Xbox and PlayStation all in the same. Oh, the um, same thing, yeah. Like Lottie's on PC and I'm on Xbox. Oh, okay. Uh, if Ant if Ant gets it, I might have to get it. In which case, that's it. Well, the we thing can is, stream. Ladies, we Lottie's can stream not going to be able to Lottie's, Lottie's not going to be able to play the game if uh, Dan and Dan are both on at the same time with her. She'll keep wow. sliding off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Yes, you do. But, uh, no comment. Yeah, but uh, no, because it's on my Steam wish list thing, and every so often it comes. It's like it's really cheap now. It's only a couple of quid, isn't it? So yeah, bugger all. But um, in fact, you, if I remember rightly, you know one of the guys who comes to the club who plays Star Wars Legion. He has something to do with that game. All right. Ollie said his mate was involved in the development. Yeah. I've never played it. I've seen it streamed, and it looks quite funny where you can shoot each other out of cannons, I think it is. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's a nice open sandbox that you can just jump on and like chat to your mates while doing random quests. Isn't that what the RFI boys were playing at some point? I don't, I don't know. It's been a long they time since they've been relevant. So. They, they, they certainly play loads of uh, kind of Civil War preparation games. <laughs> <laughs> the Battlefield series and COD and all that kind of shit. Giving up for the Second American Civil War. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so from my perspective, I've been stupidly busy doing lots of stuff. Not a lot of hobby, but the hobby I've been doing has been quite refreshing. And But it's also been... I've been kind of not pushing myself to beyond my usual standard but i've been trying to keep it consistent um throughout so it's still you know 
super duper and all that jazz. Well, there you go. And that's me. Um, I was trying to think, actually, what I've done. I've actually done, uh, I've painted five complete armies since lockdown started. Jesus. So I've done all my Empress children. Yeah. Uh, so I added another traitor legion to my list. I've got uh, Empress children. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen some, some of those. Um, I've done two entire... Uh, I think it's about 6,000-odd points of AT for two different legions. I've got Legio Modaxis for my traitors and uh, Legio Griffonicus for my loyalists. And like I say, it's about 6,000 points. No, maybe not that much, actually. More like about 4,000 points each. I don't know. I have to have a total. Graphonicus is slightly smaller, but I've got... Uh, Modaxis has got six Reavers, three Warlords, four Warhounds. Um, Graphonicus has got two Warlords, three Reavers, a Warbringer now, and uh, four Warhounds. Yeah, so a fair, fair amount of points worth of stuff. Uh, I've painted two other people's stuff. Uh, I'm now painting Spins Titans. I've, got, <laughs> I've, I've started some Mechanicum as well. Um, so if you've, again, if you follow me on Instagram, I've done a couple of test models. And I'm really pushing my basing game now. So I've worked out, I say worked out, I watched a video by Vince Venturella on YouTube about how to do um, uh, jungle bases. And I've basically adapted that. And it's, I think, I think it's the best bases I've ever done. Uh, and this has also started my love affair with Green Stuff World because I love their rollers and Fimo clay. And it's all new to me. But bear in mind that Mrs. Porter did like a fine art degree. Well, not a fine art degree. She did like illustration. So she's done all the crafty kind of stuff at university. I'm saying this Fimo stuff is like a polymer clay that you need and you press stuff in and you bake it. Yeah, yeah, I used that when I was at school. They <laughs> <laughs> show me how to use all this stuff. And so I've now got a new set of collection, a weird set of stuff in my hobby cupboard, including talcum powder, Vaseline, and glow-in-the-dark paint. In the hobby cupboard. Hobby cupboard, <laughs> yeah, baby. Those bases uh, are looking absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then the other thing I started, I've started that this week. Um, in fact, as we were doing this podcast, started the podcast, I was trimming up the first bit. I am um, doing a total of 60 breaches. 30 of them will be for the fists. 30 of them for word bearers. Uh, to wait for the bits to arrive and then uh, yeah just crack on with them i'm also going to get all my stuff back uh, oh yeah and of course the other thing of course is my stuff my hobby stuff has had a life of its own because it's all been on the 30k channel for the last well since lockdown basically basically david brains came over borrowed pretty much my entire word bearer and work imperial fist collection and then took it back to him to film loads of games so that's been freaking people out going uh, you're on the um, you're on the 30k channel again. So, no, it wasn't. My army was. I, David didn't need me. He didn't need my army. I mean, for me, that was very confusing when I first got on back online. You've been very that. Confused. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it, though. Um, but keep your eye out. There'll be some some riser mechanicum coming your way to your eye hole soon. Your riser stuff does look really nice. Yeah, man. 
considering, quite pleased with it. Considering the issues that you had about how to paint Mechanicum previously, like you seem yeah. seems like you've nailed the, nailed how to do it. Yeah, it, the, it was the Thalax before, and it, I hated it because it it wasn't as straightforward as painting Marines. Yeah, but now I know how to do it now. It's a it's still more long winded than painting Marines, but it's a lot easier now. I've tweaked the kind of key components of you know the order, if you like, the process. But that's I'm always all about that. It's like if I can nail the process of how to do something. Uh, you know, the rest of it's just kind of delivering it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because the way the way you've managed to get your orange to kind of really pop is it it, it complements the brass and the metals and that kind of stuff and the way that kind of contrasts against the jungle bases looks really really good. Looks really nice. So yeah, well yeah. done on those. I can't wait I'm, to uh, see a full army of that stuff. Excited to see the thalax in that color scheme. Uh, I'm just I'm not showing you anything, Spin, until you do more painting. <laughs> so, uh, I want a hobby ban, hobby ban. Before Time you two guys, before before Ross and uh, Ant came on, I was talking to Spin, and Spin was going, "Oh yeah, I've, I've started building this Titan and that Titan." I said, "I've finished painting one of yours." I said, "But I'm not showing you any photos until you deliver more stuff for me to paint." <laughs> it's legit. I need that's exactly the sort of uh, motivation I require. You have bribery, seen two off yeah. panels, though, so you know what the colours you're getting, don't, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking really nice as well. Really nice. Ah, oh, the level of trolling that is every time you post. It's like, oh, <laughs> how did you do that green? <laughs> See my latest one on uh, on Ellis's uh, post. Oh, did you ask him how he painted the green? Uh, yeah, but I used the meme of uh, you know, like the guy that's like. Um... Uh, have you got any more of that crack? Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's me. That's my hobby-wise stuff. I've unsurprisingly, I've not played any games. I have been playing PC games as well, and it's been a it's been a rich patch of releases recently, including um, X-wing squadrons or Star Wars squadrons, uh, which has sucked up a good couple of hours. Uh, but they've also oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's dicks online, but any online game's got dicks online, hasn't it? You know, mm. more to the I point. Absolute hub. No, not like that. <laughs> Why are we back <laughs> talking about porn? I like that. Um, I, but I've I've reached the point now where I've mastered the, the flight mechanics of it, so I now I now have to dodge shots and shit like that. So, oh, right. Uh, Based on our experience of playing against you in the original area, Autica, uh, Imperialis, you are now unbeatable. I wouldn't say that. Oh, I've painted, <laughs> oh, I have painted some Aeronautica Imperialis as well. I've painted all my Imperials. Did that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Did you finish them? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen pictures of the finished ones. I've moved on in my life now, Ross. <laughs> you don't, oh, nobody man. deserves it. It's just, you'll see them when we play. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll see them in like two years' time then. Yeah, pretty much. I've also painted a load of word bearer tanks because um, I've had all these tanks sitting around for ages. And uh, I decided to get them painted up to keep Filton for me. So I've got um, four Predators, a Spartan, and it will be a total of six Sabres and a Zide one. Oh, and of course, my other thing as well is I've also become um, obsessed with the Late Bronze Age. That's my new hobby. Yes, Late Bronze Age. 
Like the amount of times you try and get a reference into the Bronze Age on any conversation is just because. Late Bronze Age history is where it's at, man. Everything after is fucking pale imitation of history. <laughs> it ain't yeah. history if it ain't Bronze Age history. Well, my my old saying used to be, um, uh, so anything 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 after fifteen hundred is not uh, history; it's news. <laughs> I, I might have to change that to 1500 BCE. <laughs> but then the thing is, though, how can you, if you're if you're frothy about that kind of time period, is there mm. any games that you would want to play, or are they all kind of a bit? Uh, uh, there's not there's not any real good miniature ranges really that play. I think the best way to do it would either be. Um, Kind of like role playing stuff, um, or um, kind of lifting the stories and applying, lifting the stories and history and using them as examples of, um, or recreating them in different settings. So, like a 30k version of the Trojan War. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be a campaign. <gasps> I need it. Yeah. I know. It's so like run a, run a campaign like that on the basis of the mechanics and the stuff on the historical bits and pieces that I've got about trade routes and shit like that. Could totally do that. Uh, yeah, but that's me. I'm done. I'm done. That's all my that's all my obsessions now. I've talked about everything. Oh wait, wait there is one more bit of hobby that I didn't tell you about because I've I've finished them so pretty long ago now I completely forgot. I've painted a load of militia that was some that um like, Oh yeah out, out <laughs> Dan from uh, Unity Before Heresy uh, printed off for me from the um, oh god what's it called Reptilian Overlords range. Oh yeah, they were the um, the British paratrooper type colour scheme you're going for, weren't they? Uh, it wasn't. It looked a bit British paratrooper when I did it originally, but of course I can't share the photos with anybody unfortunately because I promised Dan first dibs uh, and he wanted to do it in tandem with some stuff he's doing. He's not been doing it because he had a baby. Well, he didn't. His wife did. But, you know, he, he fathered the baby. He printed it. Yeah, he printed the baby. <laughs> he so, yeah. the SPL. Yeah. So, so oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> at, some, at some point in the not-too-distant future, we'll have a, a, a grand reveal of all my malicious stuff, which, I, as I sit here now, I can look at and I can see it on a shelf. But like I say, I promise you, I wouldn't share photos. I said I'd give him exclusive rights to the photos until Ed released it. So, yeah. Yeah, look forward to seeing those. Yeah, now I'm done. For a bit of a joke, I turned around to Wyla and said, what shall we talk about? And she said, how is everybody feeling? That's a solid oof. (laughs) relevant. (laughs) That is the biggest of oofs, lads. The biggest. It's a constant source of annoyance that I'm not Jeff Bezos. But... uh, (laughs) Multi-billionaire, maybe, but he's a—he looks like a scrotum, doesn't he? Really, he's, he's Lex like, Luthor. He is. I swear, Lex like, Luthor. Look at him yeah. next to a picture of Lex, like any any interpretation of Lex Luca, Lex Luthor, and it's him. Yeah, I, I just, I just feel that as the world gradually spirals into oblivion, I'd quite like to be in the top one percent of income people. Do you know what I mean? Oh, is Viva la Revolution. After we oh, yeah, yeah. rich, you'll be fine. 
Yeah, although I can't help thinking that being one of the rich is potentially going to get eaten, uh, it's still probably better up front. I think I think I think a lot of us might not actually get to eat the rich, which might get killed first. But anyway, I mean, it, it depends like where the uh, the cutoff point for rich is. Oh yeah, there's totally dickheads who live around the corner from me who would be around here with their steak knives to eat me. <laughs> Relatively speaking, I am, you know, well beyond their wildest imaginings, but it's all relative. Anyway, other than that, um, <laughs> I'm really, really missing gaming. I, I the desire to throw yeah. dice at something is it's painful. It is. I mean, it's one of those situations, isn't it? Until you take something away, you don't realise how much you're going to miss it. Because uh, I've got the same feeling with war gaming as I have with with LARPing as well. It's just, just ask Nick. Nick, why? You don't know what you're missing until you take it away. Oh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> oof. Uh, good old two pump. Uh, yeah, the world's tiniest sandblaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this does. <laughs> oh, don't whisper that, yeah, ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty, pretty good considering. Um, you, you have literally dodged a bullet, haven't you? But you're still riding the resurrection high. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I've still got a little way to go. I've got a couple of uh, uh, hospital appointments and the, uh, that are kind of follow up things because of um, uh, one is. Need... Oh, I'm sorry. What uh, one is for respiratory? One is for my uh, is cardio for because they found a mild impairment on my heart on the MRI. Uh, but I've assumed that they're not jumping at the bit to get me in. So that, cause that was, I think, end of June or something like that, that I had the MRI. So uh, it's not like they're really kind of worried that I've got a problem with my heart. Uh, so what did you think to the MRI? Oh, I nearly fell asleep in it. Motherfucker. How, like my I, sister I don't does that. I don't understand what all the big fuss has been about. <laughs> I was just like, why are they going? The, the worst bit about it, the worst bit about it, was uh, how it you had to um, breathe out and then hold your breath. Oh, yeah. I had to do that when I, I had my like, CT for my I've kidney just, stone. I've just expanded all the air out of my lungs, and now you want me to hold my breath for 30 seconds. What? <laughs> I've got no breath yeah. to hold. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I was just kind of like, oh, this is not as bad as I was expecting it to be. So, fun story. When I had my first MRI... Um... No, not my first one, sorry. My first one when I was in hospital after I did my back. Um, I had to put my arms above my head, but I couldn't do it because of the part of my spine that was injured. So they gave me a load of diazepam. And um, obviously it's like a muscle relaxant and everything, but I was, also on, I was also on like morphine as well. So they put me into the MRI machine and they're like, just put your arms above your head. So I did. And they put the little earplugs in. And then the MRI machine started making its noise. And I'm like, apparently, like halfway through, I was like, drop the bass and started waving my arms around. <laughs> and they were like, you can't move, stop moving. And I was like, blah, 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 in the fucking MRI machine. And the nurse had to come in and like, be like, stop it. You can't move. And I was like, oh, sorry, I got carried away. And for the entire time that I was in there, all in my head, it was just like, drum and bass and dubstep and I was just like <laughs> cannot move my arms cannot <laughs> but yeah the um, 
the technician came out and was like, we couldn't hear you because we didn't have the intercom on and all we could see was you waving your hands. So we thought you were in trouble. But we turned, <laughs> the, we turned the intercom on to ask if you were okay. And we could just hear, blah, 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 blah. And we were like, oh, for fuck's sake. I think we should ask yeah. the listeners how, how are they feeling? You know, this, 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 this I, is I, unprecedented I, times at the moment, isn't it? So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people out there that have not, it's not been easy for them. There's a lot of people who have, like, there's a lot of pillars of salt. A lot of people are complaining about everything at the minute. And I think partially it's down to the fact that they can't go outside. Because um, I'm a big believer that if you go outside and act the way you act on the internet, someone's going to hit you. And it's a big deterrent. Um, Physical violence. But yeah, like I know we briefly touched on it at the beginning, but you look at the book nine release, um, and like the Night Lords were pretty much like ready to jump off bridges before the book came out, and then the book came out, and they were like, "Wait, it's all everything's okay," and then the Dark Angels were like, "Everything's trash," and I'm like, "Are you mad? <laughs> Can you read?" So I think everyone's just kind of a bit stir crazy. I know I am. Like I, I mean. It's not totally understandable, really. I mean, like, like you said, I think the it's the people's only release has been the internet, unfortunately. And as as it's been seen in the past, the internet is not sometimes the best place to be voicing opinions. Well, uh, everyone, it, everyone it, turns it, into it, a qwerty Conan. Well, exactly. So, I mean, like you know, I'm, I think I was talking to someone the other day about this. I whenever I post a response to someone's question. You know, and it's my, you know, my my response. I generally caveat it with, you need to remember I'm not an expert. You know, I might be wrong about this, but that's my opinion. You know, at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. I, I, I might be right, might be wrong. It could be just a, a misinterpretation or something. See, um, I've gone the other way. I'm like now, I'm brutally honest now. Because I don't see the point in sugarcoating things. If someone says something or asks a stupid question, I'm going to be like, that's a stupid question. Um, I know what I mean is like if they ask a like a rules question and they're after like just some help, genuine help on something, I'll respond with, "Well, this is how I interpret the rule," but you know I'm not the expert, so uh, that's just my interpretation of how it works. It's like it's like this whole thing about the um, the Blood Angels um, assault cannon thing, uh, where apparently if uh, because it's because they are twin linked, they don't get to be swapped or something like that. You know, if it's a twin linked uh, flamer. You can't swap it for an assault cannon. I'm like, well, so, it says who? <laughs> like, where? Where does it, where does it this, say the, that? Well, this is the this is the thing. You know, I, I posted the question because I was like, my interpretation of how the rule says it even says in there, even if it's a twin link weapon, you use this profile instead. And they've all gone, oh no, because it's not because it's a twin linked heavy flamer. It's that means it's not a heavy flamer. Therefore, you can't replace it with an assault cannon. That, I was like, that is some absolute but, like, yeah, but gymnastics. Multiple, pe- that is, that's multiple people responded with that. Like, genuinely, yeah, that's just the way it is. Like, yeah, that, that's a learned by rote answer. Yeah. What, what, you like, get, what you get is communities of understanding in things, things like that, where, I don't know, people in you know Area A agree that it's one way, and people in Area B agree it's another. It, it seems to be this thing about the, the, the fact that 
you know, the weapon profile is a twin-linked heavy flamer, and therefore, because it says the words twin-linked at the front of it, means it's not a heavy flamer. It's like, well, when you use the interactive version of the rule book, the twin-linked thing is a separate element to the heavy flamer. It's just a yeah, but like a, a, bari- a, a variant spoon of and it. A teaspoon are both yeah, still exactly. spoons. Exactly. It's just like, I, don't like... Know. I just kind of went, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, and that's when I said. To, that's when I said you, you. You guys a message saying you guys would be cool with me doing this, wouldn't you? Yeah, whatever. Like, and if, if I, I, I went to an it. event, if oh. I went to an event and someone went, oh yeah, you can't use that as a sort of, I go, cool. It's now a heavy bolter. Then off we go. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lose. Shit like that really it. annoys me. It really, really annoys me because, like, what logical path have you walked down to uh, to make twin linked the like the, the separator no no it's like you know when, like why do you put the emphasis on the twin linked part that's not the part that's important to the rule mm. it's the it, same with I like feel- the, the salamanders can switch heavy flamers uh, heavy bolters for heavy flamers like is that a heavy flamer yes is that a heavy bolter sorry yes it's twin linked to one next to it cool well i'll leave the twin link bit alone and i'll just put a flamer Next to a flamer, sorted. Like, what 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 makes it worse is the fact that it's like it's not like you're getting an advantage by getting a twin linked version of the assault cannon. And it literally says, regardless of it being twin linked, you use this profile, which means you lose the twin linked element of it. So technically, you you you're losing out on the twin linked element because you're just getting a basic assault cannon profile. You don't get a twin linked pro- uh, right. So cannon. it's not it's not them disagreeing. It's them having a preference. No, it's. It is it, what they're saying is that, like, if you were to write it down on a piece of paper, the line that says "twin linked uh, heavy flamer" is a different weapon to a heavy flamer. Whereas in the rule for the swapping out the Iliastus assault cannons, it's. I mean, in fact, carry on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the, the actual rule to read it out, and then we've got it word for word. Then I've got to say there is a lot of confusion that stems from the fact that where you get the words heavy and. Bo- uh, the heavy and bolter in a weapon profile when it isn't heavy bolter. So the, the rapier is a good example where you've got a quad heavy bolter, which is a weapon system in and of itself. So it's effectively for, it's not two twin linked heavy bolters. It's a quad yeah. heavy bolter. And that isn't what, so, you know, you can't swap that. You can't put, have like a quad heavy flavor. That would be the world's shittest rapier platform, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. I want to wheel this up to you. <laughs> um, yeah, because it, it's not that it doesn't get the twin linked aspect. Does it? You don't get to re-roll. It's just you get more shots, don't you? Uh, yeah. Well, this is, this is a different weapon profile. It's got, it's got the words heavy and bolter in there, but a quad heavy bolter is a specific weapon system. My understanding. Well, that's basically what they're saying. Is they say that their yeah, argument yeah, is that yeah. the twin link is a separate weapon system. But I, I'd argue that's not the case because you have auto cannons and you have twin linked auto cannons, which is two auto cannons firing together. Mm. And the so here, here's the rule: so uh, any Blood Angels model equipped with a heavy flamer may exchange it for an Iliasis pattern assault cannon for five points for infantry models and fifteen points for vehicle models. This upgrade always uses the profile below, regardless of whether the weapon being replaced is twin linked or has any coaxial weapons. Legion Predator tanks may also exchange their Predator cannon with a twin-linked Leastus pattern assault cannon for five points. Yeah, I so mean, to me, that rule is self-explanatory. Uh, that's that's yeah. the way I looked at it, and I thought, you know, I thought I'll do the 
a decent thing and just check is this how it works you know make sure that i've got the understanding correct and i was basically no that's not how you do it and i'm like okay then fair enough but it doesn't make any sense but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have a big argument on the internet about it i'm just gonna, gonna go cool you guys are probably i assumed you guys would be more experienced about this than me so uh i thought i'd give them a few advice and then move on but uh like well, i said this, this is this is what i say to history students every fucking year it's like Loads of people have written loads of books about the subject that you're about to study. doesn't mean that any of them are right. They, yeah. were, they were right at the time they were written, maybe. And it's debatable whether that's even true. Because your, your job, um, and I guess academic subjects is different, but your job is to expand and develop that knowledge. See, I think the thing was, is that it's almost like they were responding like there was something out there that suggested otherwise. Like that like there was an errata or an FAQ, but as far as where there's yeah. only been one errata and FAQ, and I did a search for the tech through the text for it, and I couldn't find the words assault cannon in that entire thing. Has has it been worded previously different though? Like because obviously, like this is what this is from malevolence. Yeah. So is there a previous version of this rule where it's worded? And it's not as oh, clear. like the, you mean like the the, the early Blood Angels? Yeah, rules. because if, oh, if, I don't know what book they're they, in. See. If you have what gone to in? older players and you've been like, "Hey, how does this work?" and previously the ruling wasn't as clear as that one you've just read out, yeah, then, yeah what I book can was understand. That? Hang on. Christ knows what book they were in. Six. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, I can't remember. I'm going to find. I'm going to. I am on my computer, so I shall have a look and find out which book they were in. Because I'm curious. That might be what it is, actually. I mean, that's the only way I can. I can fathom that they've understood that rule that way. Either that, or they just cannot read. So, going back to our original question, how's everybody feeling? I think the the answer is confused about heavy flamers. How did we <laughs> even get onto heavy flamers? Uh, because we were talking about how like people are using the internet to kind of oh like... yeah dickheads on the internet yeah I'm with you now I, I'll be honest if if we're talking about how we're feeling I'm still hype to spin to have a steroid fueled rant on the internet about something much like uh, the American president I oh, am yeah. <laughs> I am desperate for that to happen I, spin if next time you go for any therapy if you could ask them for some serious fuck off steroids. And then I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's been the odd time when I've been on the on Facebook and kind of seen someone comment something regarding COVID nineteen and gone crack the knuckles and go right. Time for me to tell my story. Here what we I go. Want is I want a Donald Tresk. Donald T- Donald Tresk. Tr- Donald- you doing that again? I want Donald a Trumpian. Trump. I want a Trumpian <laughs> rant <laughs> about Horace Heresy. I want you to be like. I want you, but I want. I, I want it to be like like liberate terror. And they just like kick off about oh. how how the uh, the emperor's a socialist. Uh, Jesus! Like... Any, anybody anybody to the left of Genghis Khan is a fucking socialist, according to him. I'd love it. I would love like a, just a Donald Trump rant, but about the Horace Heresy from the perspective of like Horace is a good guy. Sounds like a challenge for you, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I was interestingly enough, I was talking to a couple of uh, medics the other day, and they were saying, "Yeah, the shit he's on makes you go proper fucking do lally." <laughs> the thing is, there's a big fucking crash coming. If he, if, he, if he's actually still on it and they're still giving it him, there's a big fucking cliff he's about to drop off the edge of. 
Yeah. My favorite one was like, I'm feeling great, all in caps. And I'm, I was sat there like, yeah, I, I remember what opiates and steroids made me feel like. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, people, there's a reason people do opioid drugs, isn't there? It's, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not because they want to be like haunted, <laughs> haunted clowns wandering around the street. Like, no, it, it feels fucking astounding. Yeah, it was book six, apparently. That was a good guess, Ross. Good, solid work. It wasn't me. It was, uh, it was Spin. That was it. Well yeah. done, Spin. Is Isla's yeah. next question, would we rather be loyalists or heretics? Yeah. Would we so rather... See, go on. It was a would you rather. So, uh, here's my suggestion, because I've been thinking about this while I've been chatting. Let's each pose a would you rather question of a Horus Heresy theme. Anybody want to start? Ooh. Fucking hell. You start by giving us an example because I'm terrible at thinking okay. that sort of shit up. You are in a Zomortalis situation. Would you rather be a Breacher Marine with a Melter Gun or a Terminator with two Lightning Claws? Go. Oof. Twice. Against against other starters, Horus Heresy, Zone Zone Mortalis, Horus Heresy, but literally any scenario, would you rather be a Breacher Marine with a Melter Gun or a Terminator with two Lightning Claws? I I think I'd rather be a Breacher. And your reasoning behind that is? I've got like nine to. Uh... 19 brothers with shields around me. I've got a specialist <laughs> weapon, so therefore I'm going to be like protected in, in the run up to whatever I've got to put a melter gun into. However, and, uh, you're more likely to go up against a dreadnought because you've got the melter gun. That's fine, I'm yeah. trained for that shit. I'm fully prepared. Like, yeah, but that dreadnought's lads... also in close quarters, ready to rip your head off. Like, there's a, there's a mob <laughs> of 20 of us, we're strapped with melter bombs and shields, we're going in. All I'm saying is, Ross, you've got to get pretty fucking close with that melter gun for it to count. That's, That's fine. Like Coffin it. lad. Coffin lad's on his way out. I'm going to put <laughs> a melter around through his face. Whereas, like, so you're... <laughs> if I'm a Terminator with lightning claws, I've got to get far too close to everything. Like, yes, I'm a walking tank, but there's, there's not as many of my brothers around to help me out. I also can't, like, pick anything up because I've got knives for fingers. So, I mean, I mean, in case that's what you're going around to do, Mortalis for, oh, gonna go do some, uh, get some souvenirs going around. What if I've got a secured objective? What if I've got a. That's what you make, that's what the other guys are for. What if I've got to deactivate booby traps? But it's like, it's it's like a one shot weapon. What if you have like a a last minute spaz as you're firing and it goes, (laughs) meh! Or if you forget to put some batteries in it. But if there's 20 of us. There's three other guys with melter guns. So if you're, I miss, you like are Bob, leaning, Jeff, and Dave, leaning, they're definitely going to hit. On your, you're leaning on your squad mates rather a lot here, right? But this is why they're called brothers because they've got your back. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're a traitor. <laughs> you can't be a one man shield hey, wall, Dan. Hey, I'm just Salamander's got terrible. exactly that on his fan five. The brothers <laughs> have got our back. Oh man, that hit me. Oh, no. <laughs> right, spicy youth. What about what about you, Ant? Where, where are you going in this scenario? Lightning claw all the way, all yeah, the way. I'm on the yeah. pure basis that, I, and I understand where you're coming from, Ross. However, your melter gun marine will kill one 
of my brothers, and maybe. We, we get a, and we get a five up invulnerable save as well. So oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it might just like glance our shield or something. Anyway, but a pair of lightning claws. It's a specialist weapon. You re-roll your wounds. You get an extra attack. <laughs> it's AP, whatever it is. It, 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 it's it basically... something even simpler for me. Go on. Lightning claws. I've always got a weapon. Battle gun can run out of ammo. I'm a space marine. I am a weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, when it comes down to you without a gun, compared to me with my lightning claws, who's got the better weapon? Me when I headbutt you to death because you've got hands. So you've got knives. <laughs> but you, for hands. But you've got. Are you gonna headbutt me to death when I mean cataracty terminator on, and I've not sliced you into ten? So you, I, will, I will literally black knight you. You rip my arms off and I'm gonna kick you to death. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You're you're sh- you're sashimi in this scenario. <laughs> gonna spit acid in your eye but then, but then also going going on but also if you go on the like the kind of the whole marine type um the class what i call the classic space marine picture i always remember the blood angel terminator box set um which were all metal and tiny compared to nowadays and the lightning claws always looked badass always were they badass. Were they the ones that slid back up into the knuckles? They had like the Wolverine type claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were dope. Yeah, and they always look really, really good. And for me, I've always liked Lightning Claw Terminators just because yeah. they just, you know, they just look, you know, the dog's dangling. Oh, However, love... rules wise, they're pants. But, you know, from a kind of a, you know, I, in, I a, in a Z. In a... I think they've got a place. I think they're underused, actually. I think. Um... If, if people crunch the numbers, I think more people would use Terminators with maybe not with two lightning claws, but certainly with one lightning claw. I've definitely looked into single lightning claws on Terminators with the chaplain joining them. Uh, my black shields have got two, two, two like pairs in my Terminator squad. God, you don't even have faith in your own armies that you take. <laughs> Look, the question was, what would we rather be? Right, I would rather right. have like me and the boys rolling deep in ZM. Right, shield wall, melter bombs. Like, see, I just, I'd be, I'd be teleported directly to where I need to go. Done. Don't yeah, into a wall. With this. All right. Do you know what? I'd get them to teleport me just below the ceiling, literally drop on you, like, <laughs> and then knife all of your mates with my shadow. <laughs> that is savage. Right, teleport yeah. me to the middle of that squad. <laughs> Uh, teleport us into the middle of that squad and you, your shields are going to be shit to that point. Like, Hi, I'm Brother Porter and this is Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got one yeah. for you. I got one. Would you rather be a loyalist at Istvan 3 or at the Siege of Terror? Oh. Siege of Terror, because you know what's happened and you know what you've got to do. Yeah. About, yeah. I mean, where's Saul Tarvitz warned where, everyone? Yeah, where's Istavan 3? That's where it all went down, isn't it? Where everyone was like, what, yeah, what's this was... all about? Where's Istavan 3? Be like, hang on a second. You know, why is Bob trying to put his axe through my head kind of thing? Where it's 10 minutes ago, you, you know, you were talking about kind of like, you know, different types of tea or something. I, so... I suspect Psychological trauma of having your brothers turn against you at Istvan 3, that's going to be properly traumatic. I mean, yeah, I think, 
don't get me wrong, Siege of Terror is not going to be a pleasant experience for any motherfucker involved. Mm. Maybe you need Emperor's Children. They're having a good time, I feel. See, like, <laughs> weirdly, I'd rather be Estevan 3. Because, yeah, it's shocking and it's terrible, but if I'm stood on the, the walls at the Imperial Palace and I'm like, if we don't win this, everyone's dead. Like, that's it. That's the end. Whereas at, at Istvan, it's like... You're just dead. I've been betrayed. <laughs> like, but this is the thing. It's the, it's the I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, The Last Stand. Well, that's exactly what the Siege of Terror was. No, because there was always, like, the, the lion was always on his way. And Gilliman was always on his way. It was, 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 was Gilliman more, <laughs> more than anything else, wasn't it? That was the biggest threat. But this, this, I think this is my fundamental issue because my my experiences we in military history and stuff they, they kind of lionise the last stand, but almost without exception, they're all pointless. So yeah. take 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 for instance the famous one that everybody talks about, the Thermopylae, you know. The three hundred. A, there wasn't just three hundred Spartans. <laughs> there was loads of them. There was about five. There was a thousand, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's about five thousand of them stayed there actually and got murdered. Right now, even if you take the conservative estimates of how big Xerxes' army is, even though the, the, the Spartans held him for like uh, three or four days, maybe five days, can't remember precisely, and they killed you know several thousand. It was less than 0.2% of his army, even by conservative, conservative estimates. Like, that's, that's like, that's nothing. It's literally nothing. And, more to the point, the, the Persians still burn half um, into the ground. So, turn it on its head, put it into 30k terms, right? Um, it'd be like, this man three... Uh, Horus losing a few hundred marines to wipe out these loyalists and then going on to, to take terror anyway. So I, 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 have le- I have a less, should we say, romantic take on a lot of last stands than, than perhaps uh, is, is popular. So yeah, I, I, I'd be Siege of Terror, I think. I'd be Terror as well. Purely because for me, it'd be like, okay, we've we've got yeah, you know, we have prepped for this. We've seen, we know what's coming. Okay, it, it, what's coming is horrible. But you know, we've got the emperor right here. You know, okay, yeah, he's doing whatever he's doing. But from a morale perspective, we have got the emperor here. You know, we're not out on some. You see, I don't, planet. I don't see that as a morale boost. That's a bigger Having issue. Because, the... like, unless he's uh, right. So, right, from if I'm a marine. Like, just a line marine. I've been told nothing about where the Emperor is. I've been told nothing about where the Primarchs are. No, but so, but that was the whole point. Is that as a brother, you knew that you... Okay, so you've got Sanguinius flying around. You know where they are. You've got... I mean, tactically, you, I don't. This is the thing. I know he's around, but it's like... Yeah, but as, as a space marine, that's, that's immaterial. You're doing your role on the line. You know, you're not sitting, no, I mean, no marine is gone there going, Oh my god, I don't know where my Primark is. But you have to you like so you're on the line, you're you've been told you have to hold your part of the wall or whatever. Yeah, and you can see that. all of like Horace's armies coming at you. I would rather not see it coming. I guess that's the I guess that's why okay. I picked it. I'd you know rather what? not I, see it coming. You know what? <laughs> the best the best thing for me is to think back to when we used to play um airsofting 
Like one of my some of my favorite times was when we were like, right, you've got to hold this building. Like, and it was like two, we, there was one of the games where you, we'd send two people off into each building, and those two people got to hold the hold that building for as long as they possibly can. Best times I've ever had was being one of those two people holding the holding a building against twenty people trying to get in, and it's just that 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 feeling of come get us, bitch. We're, we're not we're not giving up this building until you actually get in here and kill us up, up close and personal. And that's what it usually you just like. You used to just like me with my RPK and like my five thousand rounds per game scenario, <laughs> didn't you? Well, no, yeah, I, but that, but it was I, like I, you know that was when you made it raid on that bloke, and it was it was literally. BB's put falling on him. But it was like, you know, at the start of game, okay, right, got a position. I get my, I got all my ammo, uh, all my magazines out, just piled up next to me and go, right, this gun is pointing at that doorway. Anything that moves through that doorway is getting shot. Try and get mm. me out of this hole. And that was it. And I absolutely thrived on that. Absolutely loved it. Uh, whereas, I imagine if I was walking around in the woods or something like that, and all of a sudden, one of the dudes that's next to me just goes, Pfft. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> it's just out of nowhere. At the siege, obviously, you've got like all of the like the mutants, all the guard, all of the demons, and all that shit. Plus, like traitor legions coming at you at Istvan. I think it, I, I don't know. In my mind, it's just purer. It was a purer fight. It came down to like more honourable fight. Who was yeah? Who was the better combatant? Up until it was the point a more where honorable Horace fight. just like glassed the planet, but. Like that last stand with Saul Tarbits, even though I don't like Saul Tarbits, and um, like that just like that that is in my mind preferable to that protracted siege at Terra. The one thing that I would give you is all the Marines at Isfan Three will remember the Great Crusade, whereas there's a good chance that if you were fighting at the um, Siege of Terra. You've basically been mass produced just to wall meat, basically. Yeah. So you, you haven't got any of the traditions of the Legion beyond a, a, a vague idea. You, pr- you might not remember or have any involvement in the Great Crusade at all. So you wouldn't have remembered any of um, humanity's kind of glory, if you like. It's all, you, maybe the only thing you've known as a space marine is the Horus Heresy. That would be a bit fucking bleak. Thrilled. That's super sad. Isn't it? So, and I, and I guess that's our... that's like the current 40k Space Marine mindset. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a bit fucking grim, isn't it? Really. Okay, I've got one for you. Do it. You are a standard line tactical marine. Okay. This doesn't sound like a spin question. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are kitted out. Bolt pistol, bolter. Some grenades and chainsword. That's your lot. That's what you got. Would you rather face a hundred ducks or one? Five th- <laughs> oh, well, you just ruined it. Would you rather face five thousand militia on your own or a warhound titan? I mean, I'm clearly fighting the militia because I can yeah, punch no, the militia no, to no. death. Warhound. Numbers, numbers. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, but to go back to your airsoft example, Finn, um, yep. I could, there's plenty of places I could put myself where the 5,000 makes no odds because they can only come at me in twos and threes. Yeah. There, there are lots of things. At that point, as, as, assuming they're not just going to go, do you know what? 
go get Dave and the Medusa, and we'll just level the fucking building. It's high. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, no it's, it's a numbers game. That's what, that's what, it, that's what uh, the point. Yeah, is. Like, but as a as absolutely. a tactical marine, you could yeah, take down a warhound potentially. What grenades have I got? Uh, whatever grenades. Uh, yeah, frag 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 potentially melter bombs because they have the option for them in the in the game. Oh no, they don't, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't no, have they the don't. option for them. You got frag and crack. I think the issue issue would be you've got to get to the Warhound Titan. It's full of... It's going to have Skitari and shit around it, probably. Oh, no, no. And... It's literally a, a Warhound on its own. It's not got support infantry or anything like that. It is you versus a Warhound. See, this this reminds no. me of like one of my favourite scenes from one of the Night Lords books. Like the... Um, I think it's the second Night Lord book, Blood Reaver, where like a squad of just basic bitch marines take out a, a warhound titan and it's absolutely balls to the wall one of the best combat scenes i've ever read is that do one of the ones where it runs through walls or something like that i think so yeah do i think i could do it on my own no i think even in if i was in like a built-up area there's nowhere i can get a crack grenade that's going to do anything to a titan however for yep. me you know what I think the biggest limitation is going to be with a war- warhound. At some point, you're going to have to breach it to get in. That's the way I'd approach it. Is that it's yeah, about getting but... inside it? That's the key thing. But you could maybe try and get through uh, observation but, windows and like that. But, you're, but no, you're a space marine. You're not going to fit through any of the man-sized doors, are you? <laughs> They're also like just... remembering um, from Titan Death. They the normal humans had to like stoop and crawl yeah. into the wall. As soon as you could get in, uh, like even an arm inside there, a frag grenade inside that cockpit will make a right mess. But how are you going to get to the cockpit? And how are you going to get that's through the, the armor glass? But that's that's the, the key thing, isn't it? Is how, figuring out how to do that. Much like Dan says, to take down five thousand men. You find you 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 work your advantage to your favor. It's not right. You you put your chainsaw in one hand. Your combat knife in the other, and you just windmill. You just <laughs> you spin round in a fucking in a, in a windmill of death. Yeah, all of a sudden, I've got this image of you being kicked by the warhound. And... <laughs> yeah, after, the, after that, five thousand marines, you have to fight the warhound, but you can't spend your XP after like four. Also, <laughs> on level eighty, I'm a Primarch. I'm eighteen. Uh, no, that for, that for me, that no question. It'd be five thousand militia. I'd, I'd hunt them all. I'd go full Night Lord. Do you know what I'd do? You know, <laughs> skin, skin one in every hundred. And uh, yeah, the rest of them would cheese it. So yeah, I could do that. Oh, oh, yeah. Now I've just got images of Dan stalking through a trench network and his Vox is oh, just the screams of the ones he's killed already. Yeah. I don't, don't forget, you haven't specified which legion you're from. I'm clearly going to be a word bearer. I'm going to turn half of them into Chaos Cultists and turn, turn them to fight the others. Oh, that's the 200 <laughs> IQ play, that is. You're welcome. I mean, I, 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 you know, if I was a thousand sun up against the Warhound, I'd be like, I'm going to launch you into space. Bye-bye. A basic bitch <laughs> tactical marine cannot do that. You're okay, but a basic bitch tactical marine could probably t- use his some psychic powers to, to his advantage. He can light a candle. <laughs> like, I'm going to say, your brain's clearly getting eaten by a demon before that happens. <laughs> yeah. Your tutelary is going to be like, mmm, tasty, tasty. Next no. turn, anyway. Is that still there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you got uh, anything for us? 
would I rather? Okay, so would you rather be part of the Legion before the Primarch were discovered or after the Primarch were discovered and then the first wave of reinitiates? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Doesn't matter what Legion it is. So, like, so say, you like, so say, for example, let's take. Um, um, are you basically like, from Terra, or are you from the home planet? Yeah. If I effectively, be, so. I don't, I don't know. All of the pre-Primarch legions are really, really cool. I would be a um, one of the Dusk Raiders. I knew you were going to say that. Because they're by far they? the coolest. Uh, Death Guard. Oh, okay. Okay. They attacked like just at sunset. That was their kind of modus operandi. That was that. That was their, their thing. Yeah, I would be. The Dust Raiders are inbound. I wonder what time they're going to attack though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get ready for dusk. Um, I would be. I think I would actually be post Lion Dark Angel. Ooh. Yeah. Because yeah. No, because like if you think about like if you, you if you if you've got gone through like the you know raised on that kind of planet where not being a knight is like the epitome of like your life on that planet, and then all of a sudden you get the opportunity to become a fucking space marine as well. But how to be fair, cool is that? You're probably dead during the Randang Xenocide at that point. Well, fair <laughs> like... enough, but yeah, but it, it, if that was the choice, then yeah, I think that would be probably my choice. Although it, it was a tough call between that and pre. Uh, you know, line Dark Angels because you you know being the first Legion going out into space and just decimating everything. Sorry, not decimating. That's the incorrect word. Just basically, just, just like you know, being that first Legion going on the Crusades. For me, I would be pre pre Primark Discover. Just because you'd be a, te- a child of terror. Yeah, just because of um, if I was, in, especially if I was involved in um, taking out the Thunder Warriors. That's Dark Angels. Oh, is it, right, just it was Dark mostly. Angels? It was mostly yeah, the custodians. Pretty... Oh, okay. uh, initially, yeah, it, but it was the dark. Uh, I think the Dark Angels essentially finished off the remnants oh, in their first. Okay. That was their. I think one of their first. Um, one of their one first of their first combat tests. roles. I saw a meme, which was a Thunder Warrior, and it was like, oh, yes, today we celebrate our final victory, and the custodians have come to celebrate with us. (laughs) Oh, God, no! Yes! It was so good. (laughs) Um, Also, another thing about being a pre-Primarch Marine, you've got no idea what your Primarch's going to think of you as Hmm. as a Terran. You know, as it as it quite clearly became, you know, some of them were massively against the, you know, against the Terran Marines. They they'd rather keep their own people that they knew they? from their own planet. I'm sure there was examples of that. Like they it's, weren't, they just weren't. There were examples like, of it the other way around, but I can't think of any that didn't like the Terrans. What the, what the Primarchs preferred the Raven Terrans over the, their own planets. Yeah. The Lion, for a start. Mm, yeah, it's true. Because the Raven Guard didn't like um, the original Raven Guard guys, That's they were kind of like they were all kind of shunned and frowned upon. They got they? exiled. Yeah. yeah, 
But it's just that like, it's more. It's regardless of who actually what happened. But obviously, being a pre Primark Marine, not knowing. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of excitement about finding their Primark, but there's also that, you know, sh- you know, oh shit, what's going to happen now? We've been doing it this way for god knows how long, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, here's so our Primark. What if you're second or eleven? Sorry, and you're like, what if you're from oh, the second yeah. or the eleventh? Oh, yeah. like, yes, I'm a space marine. I'm going to go and do my thing. I'm super happy. All the other legions are finding their dads, and then like the uh, your dad gets found, and it's like sick. I'm going to get to. Oh no, he's a chaos. Oh, man. oh dear. Oh no. This, and you're this like, guy, right? It's okay. Guy's... The em- the the emperor will help. The emperor will sort us out, and then the wolves turn up or the world eaters turn up, and you're like, no, they're here okay. to reinforce us. They're here to reinforce this is us. This, this has actually been a question that I've been meaning to ask for a while now. Obviously, obviously, the story behind the second and the eleventh are, you know, clouded in mystery and all sorts. But there's always been kind of hints as to the involvement of the space wolves or whatever. So, now, according to Malkador, one was lost and one yeah. fell. Okay, so that that makes sense. So the, now, the the kind of the interpretation of that is they found one fell to chaos. Yeah, and and one died. Okay, cool. So. My point, the question I've been meaning is like, if that happened to those two, but then we've got examples of like the one, the Thousand Sons, where they pretty much got wiped out. Uh, and then also you look at Conrad Kurtz, for example. He wasn't exactly like the best example of a Primarch. But or... this happened during the Great Crusade or prior to. So like the re- I think the reason it was is that they found one of the Primarchs and they followed. They were already a Chaos follower. And the, em- like the emperor they was found like anyone else. I think it was afterwards because Horace. It had to be because it had has to met they said in the space walls. Well, it, there's some conjecture that, like the, there's two main theories. One of the theories is that the world eaters and the space wolves have both destroyed, like other legions. Mm. And the other theory is that at least one of the fallen legions was rolled into the ultramarines. Yeah. Which is why they were like twice the size of every other legion. I think it was for me. It was, the question is, is like, how bad must it have been for for that to happen to those two legions? But then you've got examples like, uh, no, it wasn't the thousands, the thousands, was it? Was it the Empress Children that nearly got wiped out? Yeah, but the Empress Children. The reason that they their gene steed was stabilized is because they found Fulgrim. Right. Okay. Yes, it was before Fulgrim up, wasn't it? The reason the Thousand Sons instability ended is because magnus made a deal but then you've got um i think it was more conrad kurz and how he is it's not like he's ever been like a yeah but look at angron the emperor chose to keep angron the way he was each of the primarchs fulfilled something the emperor wanted so like the night lords would keep compliant worlds compliant by the threat of the night lords existing the World Eaters were there to literally throw at civilizations that were too brutal for any other legion to deal with. And, like, I disagree with the whole kind of, like, Russ was the prime... Russ, Russ was the Emperor's executioner, like, idea. I f- like, if that's what Russ thinks, then fair play. Like, if that's his drive I think as that a character. Was, I think that was how he put himself across, because yeah. I don't think he'd figured out what his actual role was meant to be. And See, if you, if you it seems me, too smart to be just an executioner. If you ask me, that I think that the Dark Angels Legion, the way it's organized and like the um 
the weaponry available to it. If the Emperor was to be like, right, I've I want this Legion completely wiping out, I think it'd be the Lion that got sent to do it. Because mm. Russ was just sent to bring Magnus to uh, to Terra. And it was Horace yeah. that convinced him to do otherwise. Then it kind of makes you wonder why Horace didn't send Dark Angels against. Because, oh, because they didn't the want Emperor to... had ordered it. And he also knew Russ yeah. could be manipulated. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's random tangent. So um, yeah, it was a good one. That was. Where are we off to now? <laughs> On our magical mystery ride. Well, next up would be. Let's have a perusal. Um, releases. Before we get into that, uh, update on the rules thing. I have found the rule in the original book. So, mm-hmm. the original Iliastus Assault Cannon rule was any Blood Angels model, including vehicles equipped with heavy flamers, may exchange them for an Iliastus Pattern Assault Cannon for five points each. Legion Predator Sanks may also exchange their Predator Cannon with a twin linked Iliastus Assault Cannon for free. That's it. Yeah, there was so no the new, mention of the twin link yeah. is new. Yeah, it's twin link, and also the, it is replaced by this profile. That, you know that is, and also they've increased the points cost as well. Uh, but yeah, so maybe that's what it is. That will have neutered the. Um, I get because it's a twin linked heavy flamer. I get a twin linked Iliastus assault cannon question, and the you can't swap it because it doesn't say twin linked. Yeah. Doesn't mention twin linked in it, so that's so. You, what it looks like is that people are still trying to utilize the the old rules when new rules have been out for quite a while now. They probably just haven't read it. Yeah, they've been like they've, just, they've kind of skimmed it and read and just seen the points change, and that's it. I my my experiences with a lot of these things is people either don't read the original thing properly, or they've read the original thing properly and they haven't read the update. That's normally the two scenarios. Yeah, it just um, yeah, interesting. Anyway, so sorry. Go on, releases them. Yes, they've been shipped on. You know, they've not released. Oh. They've not oh, released yeah. the word the word bearers Praetor and Centurion that we saw during lockdown, and they've not released oh. Salt Arvids. Salt Arvids. They've got to release Salt Arvids because I'm clearly doing it. It's free. Are we are we convinced it's in plastic? No. <laughs> is it, it? That's just a Horace Harry Horace Heresy hobbyist wet dream. Because it it would be, the implication would be that it's a full in plastic set. That's what uh, some people seem to think. It, it's a precursor to the next plastic uh, box set. Which you know, who's to say that's not coming? I mean, I would love that to be true. Yeah. Um, but equally, I would love. Uh, Jeff Bezos to spontaneously combust and all his money to fly out to everybody around the world that needs it. <laughs> I genuinely I, I thought that... we were going back to Emma Stone. Like, that's normally what you go to, but clearly, like, yeah. socialism has overridden, like, the... Uh... Here's the thing. Where we currently are, I think me getting off with Emma Stone is more likely... What, then, is getting a plastic uh, the starter set? No, I think, no, I, think I, I think it is. No, I think that's legit. Yeah, that's fair. I think I think there's more more chance of Emma Stone ring me up and going, Dan, how are you fixed for this weekend for your birthday? And I'll be like, Well, now you mention it. Emma Stone ring up going, Dan, I hear you keep hearing your voice. And quite frankly, it's been a long lockdown. 
let's make this magic happen. <laughs> okay. She can <laughs> sign up to our top tier of Patreon, which is Dan will come and smash your wife. <laughs> all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of guys out there going yeah yeah sign me up sign me if I get messages it's, like how much is the top tier of Patreon yeah. I'm going to be concerned but also it, like here's the thing here's the thing if somebody gives us enough money I'll smash their wives like they're capitalists <laughs> like they're capitalism <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we've not even... Oh, we've lost Dan. No, oh, that's back. back. Yay! You're back with us, Dan. Yeah, sorry. Something didn't quite go right there. Carry on. That's right, mate. So, you releases just... then. So, uh, we've not had the uh, word bearers, praetors, or... Oh, the, every time I keep seeing those word bearers, praetors, I keep thinking they're a 40k release for some reason. And do you know what? I Until you mentioned it, I completely forgot I'd seen them. Yeah. I, I'd also forgotten until earlier today when someone posted it. I think it was posted the other day, but I saw it today where they were like, where are these models? Why aren't they out yet? And like yeah. all of the comments were, well, there's kind of an issue happening at the minute with, you know, a pandemic. Shit. And the guy, the OP was like, no, nah, it's bullshit. They can release Primaris Marines. And I was like, there's like six people on the Forge World team, man. Calm the fuck down. What, what have we actually had though? We've had book nine. So, uh, from earliest memory, I don't know if this was covered on the previous episode, but there was the um, the Volkite weapons and missiles for the Derrideo. Yeah, the Donut Rodeo. Hilarious, considering those weren't even an option on the Derrideo, and yet the shield still hasn't been released. You're going to say it, aren't you? Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Had, had Honestly, to say like, it. Tony Cotterell, whatever, like, someone, <laughs> someone give him some dementia medication and get him to sign the paperwork, because Jesus Christ... <laughs> We need. He needs to get some of Donald Trump's uh, steroids. That's what he wants. <laughs> get him some, give him some of that one desert. Do you know what you want? You can imagine it, can't you? Give him that, and then all of a sudden, oh. there are new releases every day. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> hey, release, release, have some, release. Have some, <laughs> have some spicy water. Some spicy water. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing I can remember be actually released. That was. That's a, that's a reference to a chat we had before the start of the podcast. Oh, is it? I thought that was yeah. at the beginning. Uh, no, no, it was I before that was we were recording. That was oh, okay. Before we started. Oh. Uh, so in that case, messages the on the memes uh, will get it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll find yeah. the actual meme. I'll find the yeah. meme and we'll put it. Post it on the destroyer core. Yeah. Um, so there was that. Uh, I'm just going to run through the things that I can remember. Uh, that we've had the uh, the knights for the uh, Adeptus Titanicus, the new uh, uh, Acastus knights, not the Acastus. Um, uh, the the Asheron and um, the Asheron and the is the Atrapos in there? No, I don't think it is the Atrapos. Uh, it's, no, not it's, the Atrapos. Atrapos. it's the um... Asheron and the other one. The oh, uh, what is the other one? The dude with the sword and the Castigator cannon. That's, That's the it. guy. Yeah. Uh, we've had that. We had the new, well, we had the the book for uh, Depths Titanicus. That was a bit of a surprise and quick turnaround on that one. Oh, Shadow and Iron, and also the new yeah. one, the uh, Defensive Riser. Yeah, they've announced the new one, haven't they? Um, it's been two. soon as well, hasn't it? Uh, a, oh, has Defensive Riser already been released? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, yes, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've had two books released since then, uh, since the last episode. Um, and a new one announced. Yeah. Uh, 
I think models wise that was it though, wasn't it? Um We've seen we, the, the, the we've seen the 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 twenty eight mil version of the uh Warbringer with the uh, uh with the volcano, volcano cannon. We've seen the not, not the Atramentar. Oh just, yes, of course. And I'm gonna say oh. it once. I'm gonna say it once for everyone whining on the internet. Not all Atramentar are Contacar, but all Contacar are Atramentar. Shut up. You're a fool and a communist, man, and you need to be burnt at the stake. I, swear. I think I saw, I think I summed this up quite well on one of these posters. I basically said, it's the same as the Deathwing. You have different variants of Deathwing, but they are all Deathwing. You know, you've got the Deathwing Knights and you've got Deathwing Terminators, but they're still just Deathwing. They're all, you know, they're all the same. They're all the same thing, but um, because they don't have the word Atramentor in their title, therefore they're not Atramentor. Apparently, just as it just been written. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. bullshit. Man. I think the, uh, the, the, the that was the key. oh, did, were the sabers out by that point? Yeah, we've, yeah, we've talked about those. Before. I don't yeah, know. So... I have established now that the saber chassis is my new favorite Horus Heresy tank. Was he? The Conquistador Bombard thing was out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it had actually been released at that point, but because uh, uh, I know it got released yeah. and uh, uh, Luke had to remember, put it in the I oven. Remember, yeah, Luke, Luke got one and he had to bake it. <laughs> like it was a fucking cake. <laughs> the lion? Uh, yes, oh. so book nine, Fuck basically, book bitch. nine. Fuck him. Uh... The Interemptors and the Cenobium. Yeah. yeah. They're not released companions uh, yet, have they? No, not yet, no. Um, uh, the White Scar Dude. Oh, yeah, Quinzar. Jinzar. 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 Yeah. That's about it, really, models wise, isn't it? Were they Evan Keshig out? Before lockdown, I can't he... remember whether they got whether they were released or not by that point. It was around they're that so, sort of time. They're so similar to normal Tartarus. I don't, I don't know. I think they no. came out pretty. I think they came out pretty quickly because I think they came out before the book got uh, before the book got released. Is it? Mm, entirely possible. It's a yeah. long fucking time ago. I can't remember. <laughs> but, I, uh, can I can't think of anything else that's been released heresy related. It's weird. There's been a lot happening. Yeah, but not it's a been lot. A, well, it's been like I've really enjoyed the fact that we're getting like, um, or we were getting like the Road to Thermas articles and, and an engine kill article every month. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they've carried on with the engine kill ones. I don't know if they've if they're going to do like a new heresy one every month, but it was really cool to have those. Oh, the dice. Oh yes, the dice. Oh, dice. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking beautiful. That was. <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite, my favorite thing about the dice was the number of people who, when they realised they weren't limited, were suddenly trying to sell like twenty odd sets on the internet. Yeah. Oh, oh god, that made me piss joy. That did. It really did. <laughs> but the thing, the thing with the dice is, they were. I think they're pretty good value for money. I really like the dice. You, you can't, pretty reasonable. You can't you can't really buy custom dice for less than that, if we're honest. Custom dice are usually a quid a dice. Yeah, which is how much they're worth. Yeah. 
pretty much. To be honest with you, I didn't pick any any up just on the basis that I kind of sat there and I was like, do I really need them? No. No, I don't need them. Well, I've, I mean, I've never had some dice for my for any of my legions, if I'm honest. So I got, well, I had Death Guard ones, but obviously I sold them when I sold the Death Guard. But, yeah. um, so I got a, set, a Fist, um, Empress Children and Word Bearers set, and they're really nice quality dice. They are very nice, yeah. But then the ironic thing for me is I was having a bit of a clear out of for loads of 30k, well not 30k, more 40k stuff. And I found some Empress Children original dice and sold those on eBay for about 45 quid or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Nice. So Internet it was just... Exposing it to idiots and fools for, since 1992. To be honest with you, it was just pure fluke. I was kind of, as I put them on, and then a couple of months later, then the re-released dice. I'm like, that was a bit fucking lucky, weren't it? So I don't know about you guys, but does it feel like Heresy's building up some pace? Like something's happening. Well, Do you know what I mean? I mean, this, it, def- this, it definitely everyone, feels everyone that got, way. Everyone got very excited when uh, the Forge World Facebook page changed their image to the Heresy, didn't I they? I mean... There's mm. that, but there's also like the articles other than the one that was just like, look at the colour plates. Like the articles are really cool. Oh, oh, oh. The salt of that one was uh, amazing. Like, that I was understand. It was the first article why after they did lockdown, it. wasn't it? Yeah, and it's also the easiest one to do while people are working at home. Let's face it. Yeah, but I, like, I, I get it. But it's like I think for the the first article that people have been waiting on. You know, bear in mind that you know. I, I get it. Like you say, you absolutely agree. It's it was good. It was easy for people who work from home. It was technical reasons or whatever. It's not like they've got like images. That, like it's not like they've got people in the office that can take pictures of the miniatures or anything like that. So I get the technical reasons behind it. But if you know, as a uh, a player or consumer or whatever, and if I, I mean obviously different perspective for me, I'm guessing from anyone who was actually going through that lockdown period, waiting for cool shit to come out, and it's like oh. Is that it? You know, that's that's what it was. It was that disappointment of expectation. See, I wasn't all that disappointed. Like, I looked at it and I was like, "Cool, that's some interesting content." Like, the the color plates yeah, are nice. You're different to most people when it comes to that sort of stuff. They're all expecting. You mean I have realistic expectations? Yeah. Well, no. As in, you find that stuff interesting. So that that's you well, find that's what the aspect. Say, Ross, is, is that our experience of life is it's quite disappointing. So <laughs> even though it's yeah, a moderately entertaining thing, it's like, oh, that's quite good. The cynicism keeps me safe. Well, I mean, but, no, what I was trying to say is, like, for for for, for Ross, the the color plates and that you know, kind of essentially law that was coming that was released all about the books is is an aspect of the hobby that you really enjoy. You know, that is something yeah. you find interesting. You get into that, you know, seeing the detail, like say the color. Pla- I mean, like the one of the, the draws of the black books for me is is the color plates and stuff like that. It's really cool. But for a lot of people out there, what they were essentially wanted to see was new toy soldiers and some rules. That's what got thing is, though, they, going. I think people is expect that they, too they much. Couldn't see, they, well, exactly. They, they they were expecting to see rules because that's what they want. They want all they want to see is the rules part of the book. They're not interested. Which, which they're never going to do. Well, yeah, they do. They release snippets further down the line, like they did with the lion about the lion sword. Yeah, and, and then the, and everyone gets sword. super salty about it. So, it's, like, because it's not what they expected, and that's the problem. And that's yeah. the, what I was leaning to. Is that where, that's where we've got to with the salt levels with book nine? Is this lack of it, this disapproval disapproval of the rules, or because I mean, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's because they're badly written." 
You know, it's like, are they badly written or is it because they're not what you had in your mind for what yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's like, uh, okay, why is this? Why is the latest thing not the new Uber rules like it is when they're It's not got the auto win button. Yeah. Why can't, why can't Terminator companions take a Spartan as a dedicated transport? Yeah, you that show is me, badly written. Right. For a start, they're not a command squad, right? They, they're a unit that you attach a character to. Secondly, the, I think I think the only command squad option in the game that can take a Spartan as a dedicated transport are fire drakes. I might be wrong. Right. The problem is, it's not necessarily the fact that they can't take a Spartan. It's the fact that when you put them in Terminator armor, because they've got a rule that forces them to take a character, they then can't fit in the Proteus that is their transport option. But that's their transport option, like for when they're in power armor, in my opinion. That might be the case, but as the as the the, the the entry states, they can take a Proteus as a transport option. If you put them in Terminator armor, they then can't fit in the in the transport option. Yeah, which, yeah, which suggests that's yeah, but it's like, not like there's no transport options for them in the entire game. I know exactly. You know, it's just their dedicated transport. They can't. It just seems a bit off. That you know, odd. I mean, like you say, it's probably just something that was a copy paste fail or something like that. Or there should be a rule saying. You know, if taking Terminator armor, they then cannot have, they do not have the option for the Proteus as a transport. Makes perfect sense. And like you say, there's more than enough options at, in what the a, game r- that you got like to you fill in. Rules has written they can't take a Proteus because there's six of them. No, there's five. There's six. There's five plus a character, six. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, but that's the point is that rules are written, just, the entry just says a companion squad can have a Proteus as a dedicated transport. It doesn't specify is, only a power arm. It's, it's but you don't need to specify because Terminators count as two models. So the moment that you, you logically say, right, this is a five-man unit plus a character. If they've all got Terminator armor, they count as 12 models. So they can't take a Pro- they can't take a Proteus because it only has transport 10. So what people are whining about is the fact that it's not laid out for them and they have to think. Yeah, that's exactly it. And th- this is the thing that really annoys me when they release rules. And if I was Forge World, I'd never preview rules because it's it's a hostage fucking fortune and the internet's full of idiots. So what you get is situations where people go... Um, it's like when they release the Interemptor rule, you know, the, the plasma... plasma oh, the, yeah. Everybody starts going on about, oh, Forge World, you got this fucking wrong. It's like, no, they haven't. It's because that what they've given you is a little window... And, the, and, and because you don't understand it, it means it's wrong. It's, there's plenty of things in this world you will not understand as an individual. I don't really understand physics. doesn't mean it's not right. I imagine a lot of it is because the first port of call they go to whenever they see these things is, how can I break this into the game? Well, the, yeah. I mean, I mean you, we, can, we can read all anything. There's lots of stuff that you could read like that, if, if we're honest. But it, it, it's the isolation of you haven't explained everything and totally in the context of this rule that you're showing me. And I've, I've thought of something that it doesn't work either. Intellectually, it doesn't work because you've not explained everything to me. And therefore, there can't possibly be any other examples that disprove me. I must have got it right. Or it's you've created something that doesn't work in the specific way that I'm intending to use it. Ergo, it's wrong. That's kind of what both I mean, of, yeah. Both of those are fatuous, fatuous logical attempts to understand something based on misunderstanding 
deliberate in some cases, and also people just being a bit stupid, if I'm honest. But like, it's there was a post that I don't know who the post was by. I read it in passing the other day on the Dark Angels page, where it was like, if I came to a game and I had a Spartan as a dedicated transport for my companions, would you be okay with that? No, that's not how the rules work, my friend. Buy can, it as a heavy support can, option. Yeah, you can buy a heavy support slot. You can buy a Spartan. You can put anything you fucking like in it. There you go. That that's the issue right there, isn't it? It's like. They're trying to break it to be to their advantage. I think the problem is, like, they don't want to have to buy a Spartan as a as a heavy support. No, no, I, th- I think it's a it's a problem in attitude. Well, there's an attitude thing, but if you think about how the rules work in 40k, everything's self-contained. You, you, if you think about it, if you think about things like in um, oh shit, the bed, uh, warm hordes, right? You buy the thing. Everything is self-contained within that unit, isn't it? So you got like your five yeah. dudes, and yeah, everything is contained. There's none of this. I need to buy if I want them to be transported in something. I've got to buy them a Charybdis, or I've got to buy them a, a Spawn, or I've got to buy them a you know something else. And that's a break limiter. And that's an intentional break limiter in the Horus Heresy gaming system. If you think, but about then we it. have. We have the, the attitude issue, which is uh, nothing against people like Mournival Events who write campaign books for their events and stuff like that, but they released a red book, which is basically community wishlisting, and it's it, none of it really tracks with... Like, everyone's super hype about heavy destroyers. I don't get it. For me, I don't get uh, it. Not for me. But, but they they also have changed land raiders to have a capacity of twelve and things like that. Now, and it's here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. I think that's legit. As it's a legit idea, I get that as as a game designer for Forge World, you might not want to do that. But like, if it, if you if you said land raiders with capacity twelve, I I'd have no problem with that at all. I but think no, that my, makes my issue is it's not with if if the next FAQ out came out and. Cenobian, uh, it's not Cenobian, Co- companions can take a spawn and land raiders are now capacity 12. That's, you know, that's fine, whatever. That's how the game is now. My issue is with people making up their own rules to stop Get around what they can't having have to make hard choices because you only have a set number of heavy support slots. If you don't want yeah. to spend one of those slots on a Spartan to transport your companions, there's no this option to take to... one as a dedicated transport. This, so, this, this goes back to what we were discussing before we started recording with uh, uh, Ant's uh, daughter about the aspect of the hobby that I enjoy. Then this is exactly what, what it is. It is trying to crack that puzzle of, right, I want this in the army. Okay, I can't have you know this, so I'm going to have to have that. Now, okay, that takes up a slot. Ooh, right, okay, that means I've got to drop something else to be able to have that if I want that and that unit to be transported in that. And it's it's that sliding puzzle rule thing that's going on all the time with list building. That I, I really enjoy it. I like that that when it starts coming together, when you kind of go, right, if I do that, do that. And then or and then it also ties in at the same time with models that I want to have, like, you know, I'm creating an armor and I kind of go, you know what? It was I, I don't know what it was. I was thinking about something and I all of a sudden realized that uh, I didn't actually need to have a Spartan once. Uh, you know, I'm so used to taking Spartans uh, as an option for for a unit of whatever with a character, and all of a sudden I realised, oh, actually, that character's going with a different unit. 
He's not going with the Terminators, so he does. I don't actually need a Spartan. Oh, that means I could take a normal Phobos Land Raider. Yeah, cool. About... I've not actually got one of those at the moment. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, that's given me something new to think about building. Uh, and it was just, and that's the th- that's the thing. It's like if I want to have something, but I can't because I've got to take something else because there's a transport for something. That's part of the puzzle you got to crack. It's just part of it's the like, hobby. Like I say, nothing but, against them for making their rule sets, and nothing against people that enjoy playing playing their like because they run really good events by all accounts, and they're really interesting and mm. they're like they're themed and narrative. My I guess my bugbear, it's not a problem, it's more of a bugbear, is that by providing the community with Transport 12 Land Raiders and, you know, if people are okay with companions taking a Spartan as a dedicated choice, well, now, just Aaron might as well do the same. And, you know, uh, Iron Iron Tyrants might as well do the same. And it stops being an issue of building a list around, like, you might as well just go unbound. You you might as well just be like, this is an unbound list because I've I've thrown the Force Org out of the window. I've also seen a couple of posts of people that are new new to the game kind of going, where do I find the rules to this? And people have had to respond with, oh, actually, they're a community, you know, made rule set that's by this, you know, these people. And they're like, that's cool, but I think Richard over at um, Herald of Heresy um, put up a post about our, uh, you know, points levels of games. I I got on my soapbox oh. a little bit about it. He says, this is the three two fifty thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was saying, I get why people want to do the three two fifty thing. It, you know, but my my issue is that the, uh, there, was a, there was a few, but the, basically it came down to. Games where you te- you want to take something like a Thunderhawk or a Super Heavy or whatever, fine, great. But it needs to be per- carefully managed because they dominate the game. If as soon as you put a, uh, I don't know, a Reaver Titan in a game, the entire game becomes about the Reaver Titan, which is fine if that's it's what focus, you're planning isn't it? Yeah, it's fine if that, that's what you're planning for. But if I've just rocked up somewhere and somebody's gone, oh, by the way, I'm just going to bring this Reaver Titan, and like, well... Okay, but effectively, what we're doing is you're going to be using the Reaper Titan, and I'm going to be staring at it ineffectually. So, what's the fucking point of that? It Second boils down is, to wearing a gimp suit to speed dating, like you've always said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second thing is, um, and it, exactly that, it's 2,500 point games. I'm not saying it's the only game you should ever play, but actually, it's a real challenge because yep. you can't take everything you want. Um, and you've got to make, you've got to accommodate it. You've got to think about how you play tactically with the stuff that you've got. And then the third thing as well is I, and this is a big one, with points escalation. That's not that's not inclusive, and that doesn't allow people to get into the game. I could I couldn't expect somebody to come and join to get somebody into Horus Heresy Gaming by do, uh, insisting that the starting level for a game is. 3,500 points and bring yeah. a super heavy, otherwise, I'm going to spank you into next week. That's like, that's not, not a great experience for anybody, is it? I've been playing for what five years? Yeah, yeah. I own but one super heavy, and it's the one that you guys bought me alongside my salamanders. And I'm, I would, uh, you know, 
we, me and my partner own a house. We have bills and outgoings. So I can't just buy a super heavy. I can't buy a shadow sword as an entry level to a game. Do you know what I mean? So you see, I've, I own super heavy models, but I've never had the urge to kind of like get them into a list very often. I think it, it, it's like when me and Dan played, we deliberately said, right, we will play three grand because we want to use Wait, it was so super heavy. You could use your new, new knight that you'd not used before. It, it was and more he, that he, like he, we were playing in the campaign and it, it would yeah. be, it was cool to have a bigger game. I don't, yeah. I personally don't see like more than two two point five as a pickup game level of of points to play. Like if we're at an event and one of the rounds is three or three two five, okay. If we're in a campaign like we are at club, and you know you want to make a big deal out of a game and you want to bring all of your big toys, yeah, fair play. But I'm not going to be like, hey, spin, let's pay. Uh, three two fifty next week. See, my instant response to that would be: so, why is it you need to be taking three two fifty? Yeah. What, what is it that you? What is it making you want to jump to three two fifty? And that sounds like you've got a specific thing that you want to get in there. Otherwise, you'd be able to play normally. I'm fairly confident that if you if if some if you had two people who said we bring three two fifty, neither of us is going to bring three thousand two hundred fifty points of infantry. So I, gar- I will guarantee you that's not going to happen. <laughs> really? Unless, unless, <laughs> unless <laughs> I mean, Ant could. Unless it's me or me and Ant playing each other, because I can guarantee you, we can bring three and a half, three and a half thousand points of infantry. Yeah. Right. I. Could bring I, up, well, bring I could bring. Other. I could bring six k and not even include a uh, uh, a super heavy. Um, well, we're not shitting on super heavies. Like, don't no, no, don't get us wrong. No, no, we all own no, them. Remember the uh, the campaign weekend I went to up at Warhammer World. Uh, yeah. It was a while back where they basically had uh, a split of 2,500 point games. They had 1,000 point kind of scout based games where you had like a scout force that you meant to be taking. And then they had a 3,000 point game. And for yeah, me, it was just like that. it's yeah. 2,500 points plus 500 points of extra stuff that I've got. And the guy that I was playing against was they'd done it on purpose where because I was an Iron Warrior, he was a, 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 an Imperial Fist. He basically brought. He didn't have enough models to bring that, so they, you know, what they'd allowed it to do was um, he was allowed to bring on like units that had been destroyed back onto the border uh, further down, like, up to like another five hundred points, um, and it was fucking brilliant. It was one of the, uh, it was absolutely amazing game because it wasn't just about oh here's my super heavy boom off you go. It was just really, I mean, it, it was meant to be a narrative uh, weekend, and the way that they ran the weekend. That three thousand point game, which was like the last game of the weekend, it was just fucking brilliant. It was just like, yep, yeah, this is you know, I warriors versus uh, Imperial fists, and three k. He hasn't got two and a half. He's got he's only got two and a half thousand points worth of stuff. And he was like, "Are you okay with this whole rule about me like bringing stuff back on?" And I was like, "Yeah, sounds fun to me. Let's do it." Off we went. I'm also less inclined to play three two five at, at events because it's just so much stuff. Oh, getting it there and back, fucking hell! Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to take like three cars. Like for example, think, if if the four of us went to an event and it was three two five, was that was like the baseline for the games? We'd we'd each have like three cases. We'd have to take two cars, even with Spin's fuck wagon. We'd have to take three cars. 
I don't know. I, I think, don't get me wrong, if, you know, it's, if, if people want to play those kind of events, I'm, I'm not shitting on them. I'm not, I'm, you know, knock yourselves out. The, the key points I would make is, is you need to think about how, how the game's going to pan out. Otherwise, it, it's very easy for it to become really one-sided and consequently fucking tedious. Second thing is, um, fine, take the big point games, but actually you, you're missing a big chunk. It's not, I don't think they're, by definition, I think they are less tactical less considered because you haven't had to make any difficult choices and thirdly it's it but it, it's a barrier to people getting into the hobby because the more the more gate the more events that there are at those bigger point levels it just becomes an unachievable aim for somebody starting out like do they increase the size of the table like if you're playing the same like if we're playing two and a half thousand points on a six before are they still playing three thousand two hundred fifty on a six before because that would well, just it, be but that that gives that's an even bigger advantage for super heavies because yeah. the way the heavy rules work means they're the most mobile units in the game. There is nothing more mobile than a super heavy tank, which is fucking ridiculous. Well, the thing is, with, with regards to um, like super heavies and all this kind of stuff. It it's all very well and good, and and you know I understand exactly what you guys are saying, but it's it's the equivalent in like old school forty k, of basically the way you learn to how to play the game is you do an apocalypse game. It's just not viable. It takes yeah. too long. It just takes too long. It's it's a bit kind of clunky, and you've got to know your rules really really well. Otherwise, you're just going to be fucking up left, right, and centre. There's, um... what were you going to say? I was going to say, shall we, uh, shall we move on to other stuff before we uh, carry on? I think we're, we must be about done, aren't we? There's a couple of other things that we want to talk about. Uh, but the you know, uh, first one, I think, is the big uptake recently of Heresy Epic. Oh now, well, yeah. Obviously, I uh, I mentioned something earlier that I said would I would leave to Dan to discuss to describe as to why this is now a thing. Uh, well, you dickhead seem to think I should get some um, heresy epic, and uh, I said I hadn't got any money because you know redundancy potential and all the rest of it. So you went and bought me some shit. Um, uh, yes, we did. <laughs> uh, and as a consequence of which, I've nearly I've painted it all. Yep. Like we knew we would do. Uh, I mean, is... we even actually had the discussion saying, <laughs> "How are we going to paint this?" And it kind of came down to it. What was just let him paint it himself because he enjoys it so much. I wouldn't say I enjoy it that much, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I think it might have been Keith that said, "In the amount of time it would take us to post it between ourselves to get it all painted, Dan would have painted it twice." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've I've painted it all. I'm just uh, waiting for some bits to finish basing the infantry, and that's it. Have you started on your gothic uh, yet? No, that's. Um, I, I've said to myself, I'm not going to start the gothic until I've finished Spins Titans. Although at this rate, I'll have done them by the end of the weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe next week then. <laughs> Are you doing those uh, word bearers as well? Yeah, yeah, everything's word bearers. Yes. Yeah, we're going we're to we're stay true. Um, Oh, I did fancy getting another fleet, um, but then that will make me want to get another heresy, ar- another epic army. But I, I need to, I want to add some more stuff to my epic. 
So essentially what you've done is you've bought me stuff that effectively replicates some of my 28 mil army. So that got, was the plan. Uh, got a load of Predators, uh, Spartans, a couple of Spartans with Terminators in. Um, I got some Storm Eagles that I bought a while ago. Uh, I can't remember what else I've got. Oh, which one are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, other shit as well. I need to get some... We got- you got a lo- the illuminator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, so my twenty eight mil. Uh, um, what's it called? It's a falchion, isn't it? Falchion, yeah. yeah. Which is what we'll just yeah. be talking about. Super heavies. Oh yeah. I, sorry, I, I, you said falchion. I, I had fellblade. I'm going mental. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a, a super heavy in there as well. And what? What really freaked me out is this Finn posted a photo of all the stuff he's building. I'm thinking, he's he started an arms race with me, but he's, he's, effectively, <laughs> he's effectively giving me a 2-2 rifle while he's got fucking submachine guns. A true iron warrior. <laughs> Here you go. Here's, here's your 2-2 rifle, Dan. There you are. Practice for that. Right, here's my shit. What? No, basically all I've done is build everything that I own. Uh, that's not everything that goes into a list, that's for sure. So I've just basically gone, boom. All right, let's get everything done. I mean, it was I you're getting those bases was what triggered it. And it was just like, oh, right, Dan, Dan's on it. Because for ages, we were like, yeah, we can't really talk about Epic Heresy. And then all of a sudden, online, every, because of obviously printing and stuff like that, it's like everyone's posted Epic Heresy. And then you started getting excited about it. And it was like, shit, we need to get this stuff to him as quickly as possible before he goes in and organizes his own stuff. There was the squeaky bum time where... Like, because the guy who's done it before us is in the States. And he was like, okay, so USPS at the minute is kind of getting royally diddled by, like, Donald Trump. So if I post it, I don't know if it's going to make it to you. Oh, yeah. Like, going to have to pull that trigger and just hope that it arrives. (laughs) And then literally, like, the, the weekend that I got it, I think you posted something about, oh, yeah, you know, something came up online or something like that. I can't remember what it was. And you're like, oh, yes. It was, uh, it was um, I think uh, I'd seen a load of STLs. Uh, that was it. Done, uh, stuff that you can print on you. Because I was badgering you to get your bloody printer up and running so we can start printing <laughs> this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that's when I rocked up at your house. I was like, yeah, we've got your present. There you go. As a thank you yeah, for perfect. being such a generally awesome guy in the hobby. Well, I don't know about that. I'm a bit of a dick. But thank also, you, you know, that. secretly it's just because we were realistically we want you know stop playing Epic Heresy as well. <laughs> it's a well, I'm, re- game. I'm ready. I'm ready. Where are you fuckers at? It's me and Ant are ready. I'm not really ready though, am I? I've got um, a drop pod you know, thing. Dream, yeah. Um, a set of infantry and a set of assault marines, and that's it. You still got your orcs? I've got fucking a billion orcs. Then you're ready because there's a heresy orc list. I've got gargants, great gargants, killer cans, speed freaks. I've got so much. So you know what this means, don't you? This is the Ulanor campaign, motherfucker. Let's go. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about is that the great thing about. Epic Heresy is that I find it's a better way, or Epic in general, it's a better way of running Super Heavies. Yeah. It, it, oh, they, they just uh, work so much better as a, an, as a concept at Epic scale. And I'm you've a, still I'm got the cool shit. Epic Heavy. 
I've always thought Epic was the better representation of warfare in the 30, 31st millennium, if you like, or 41st millennium, than, than the 28th millennium. The thing for me is how I got into Games Workshop was through Space Marine, which is obviously Epic. The original. Yeah. Well, no, no, you had Titan Legions, then you had Space Marine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got into it via Space Marine, and when I saw first edition 40k and it, it was it, i saw it first edition 40k rogue trader and then and then second edition is when i got into it so dark millennium and all that kind of telescopic oh, legs fucking the vortex grenade and all this kind of virus bombs and all this shit and for me i always liked space marine slash epic because it was the titans the the, the like huge the big formations and 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 for me it was like you had a little piece of cardboard paper like oh, well, I will always remember my Renegades box set because I, I used to do like a paper round and all that and I saved and saved and saved for this Renegades box set and it was basically a box full of card but it gave you all your fucking formations that you could have for your different kind of you know L or orders Eldar, of battle squats and all this kind of stuff. And I, I fucking love it. I love that system. But See, the thing it was is... actually. Go on. Go on. No, no, no. From, like, I, I posted this on uh, a few uh, uh, posts on uh, the Adeptus Titanicus thing. Is that for me, the thing that really got me into Games Workshop stuff way back when, like, when I was like 13 years old, is seeing a White Dwarf issue 140 with the Golden Demon Awards, uh, like, winners in it. And there was this one that was a picture of a Dark Angel's epic force with a Titan in it, Warlord Titan. I was like, that is so fucking cool. I absolutely loved that army. I was just like, that, that's amazing, that's amazing. And it was that that really kind of hooked me into the game, like, just in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it obviously, I'm, eventually, I, it, I, I didn't know at that time what was what. I just like, that's cool. I, want, I now want, this is something I want to be involved in. And then that's when I found out about 40K and all that sort of stuff. But it wasn't until... Really, until I started coming down to the uh, the Wednesday night, so that I started playing actual. It was Epic Armageddon at that point. Yeah, because I used to run that. I used to run the Epic Armageddon games on um, on a vets night. Yeah, and it was it was fucking insane. Some of the stuff. Oh, it's amazing! It was brilliant. But but for me, I I love Epic. I've always liked Epic, but because it's not a focused rule system, and it's all homegrown kind of rules and part of me doesn't want to kind of get too heavily into it because right. the the core rules of epic heresy is epic armageddon yeah but it's i the same rule but system I, but it's, it's the same rule system with the, the erratas basically and then what they've hmm. done is create new codexes essentially for it that's all they've done with epic heresy they've created a new yeah, set that's... of codexes for it much like you had back in the day, where you had a Space Marine army list and you had a Eldar army list, it's basically that. Mm. It's just they've replaced the original army lists with the Heresy versions. The actual core mm. rules are, are the same because it, what they've said is that you use Net EA, which is the uh, essentially the official tournament rules pack. Yeah, that everyone uses for every, for all Epic. So it know. will be the same game that you remember playing, just with different miniatures. But then the thing is, though, but it isn't the same game that I remember playing. Because for me, I still remember, um, I still can remember some of the rules from Space Marine really well. 
whereas Epic Armageddon there was oh was what I mean is that it's essentially the same rules as Epic Armageddon yeah that's yeah. to me is is what it is you know when you said mm. you were like you used to run the Epic Armageddon I thought you meant you were talking about that oh no 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 because I I still I still like I still think Space Marine was the more but when it became too clunky the more units that were kind of brought into the fray on that one. So it was a bit more kind of, it needed a re a rejig. But I think it's, you know, but my only thing is when, when the release of Titanicus and I was a bit like chomping at the bit thinking, here we fucking go. And it's not really gone anywhere, but then you've all, but when you've got the rumors of Eldar Titan, all this kind of shit, you know, that's, that's going to eventually come through at some point, maybe who knows. But it's um, it's going to be a, a, a you know a, cool, a good couple of interesting years to see where the. I mean, there's fan rules for the for the orc stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, by all accounts, are, are really good. Like, really in, mm. like, really fitting oh, into how the game functions. Yeah. Um, I I do think we will eventually see because it was at the weekender that we went to, and um. They were asked, like, are we going to get a Xenos? And they were like, yeah, well, eventually we'd like to do, like, um, The Beast Arises as a, like, a campaign book mm. for Adeptus Titanicus. I think the thing, the thing is, it's such a popular game, and I think it's taken them by surprise. And as I was saying earlier, this is part of why I feel like the Heresy is building up some momentum now. They've got um, Ateptus Titanicus, which is doing really, really well. Heresy is seeing a, an influx of new players and is picking up, and for the most part, it's really positive. With having those weekly articles, not weekly, monthly articles for both AT and Horace Heresy, there's been like two or three new podcasts. There's, um, like, even though they've been postponed, there's loads of events that people are wanting to run as soon as they can be run again like it feels like the heresy train is is picking up speed again and thing is, I, don't, I don't think it's ever slowed down to be honest with you i think it did after malevolence and you know there was a definite lull after malevolence because people but do you think that was more frustration though because people would like kind of chomping at the bit for the next book <laughs> I don't know if it's frustration or if it was just like the White Scars finally had their rules and the Blood Angels had their rules and like the Dark Angels players felt like they'd been shafted again because their rules weren't in the book. But yeah. Shouldn't be traitorous dogs then, should they? <laughs> but it's like... You're welcome. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but it feels like there's more excitement for it at the minute. And not, I don't think I don't think it's just because of lockdown. I think I was feeling this way at the beginning of the year, like seeing people posting up like fully painted Titan maniples and being like, "I'm going to an event next week. I've I've got my shit sorted." And then seeing someone else be like, um, "I've just started playing Heresy because my mates down at club play it. You know what should I do?" And there's post after post after post of people giving like actual real good advice as opposed to the normal of. Here's a list. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. or being controversial. Do you think it's because ninth isn't living up to people's expectations? I'm not totally sure. Not eighth did. There's there's I elements mean. of that. I think. I think older players who 
want a certain level of tactical crunch yeah are looking for that somewhere um yeah, i don't think heresy so- heresy's never going to attract the kids there's too much to learn there's too much law to the price read. point the price, price point as well yeah currently it's is... not really great for beginners is it because of the well, it of... is i think it is because you can still buy the plastics and the plastics are equivalent to like the their 40k like yeah, but, it, it, but whereas in 40k they've got like the start collecting box sets, which is a good rate way to start. They've not got a similar thing for for heresy at the moment, and that's its only. Da- I think it's one of its only things that's lacking is that you know now they've got you know as we said now they've got rid of the uh, the box sets. I mean, yeah, you can still get the plastics, but they're not cheap compared to the start collecting boxes. The trailer count was perfect. And that's that's the only. Yeah. For what you got out of that box set, it was a great way to get people into it. See, I didn't rate the... Pro- was it Which one was the first one? Uh, Betrayal of Kalth. Betrayal of Kalth, yeah. yeah. I thought... Because I, the Kalth one came with a Dreadnought, didn't it? Yeah. 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 I thought the Prospo one was a better box set than the Kalth one, personally. That's the one that came with Mark Three armor, I think, wasn't it? Yes. And uh, Custodies and Sisters of Silence. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but no. To go back to the, like the the heresy train scenario, it's an interesting one. I think you've got a point to be honest with you, Ross. Because ultimately, when it comes down to you know the excitement of the game, the new releases. If you think about, we've been doing this podcast now for what nearly two years or something like that. Roughly. Chronologically, yeah, two, two, yeah. Uh, nearly. Yeah. Like, we've. We would be like coming up to two years if we managed yeah. to get one out every month throughout the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. So, so it's you know, but if you consider what's been released in the last six months with regards to Titanicus, Aeronautica, um, well, you know, if we just say Titanicus and Flirt K, you've and you know you've had more releases in the last seven months. Than you have for most of last year. Oh, Titanicus is blazing a trail. There's absolutely yeah. no two ways yeah. about it. The fact that they've already previewed the next book, yeah. and yes, it's got like a reprinted Titan Legion in it. So what? Um, it's got like three, four of the new ones. Mm. Um, and more, more manipuls, more manipuls as well, which is yeah, fucking which brilliant. Expands so the game. But there's also the expectation that we're going to see another plastic kit because every book they've brought out has been accompanied by a plastic kit. Personally, yeah. I think it was going to be the second variant of the Warbringer. Yeah, that makes but sense. we know they've said they want to make other variants of Titans, and a couple have now been mentioned in the books. Um, we didn't see the Warbringer coming. No. You know, when, when, that, when they dropped that, it was like well, a brand new 40K million. Titan. But- Oh, it was 28 yeah. mil originally, weren't it? And then suddenly it's like, oh, is the you know the six mil or eight mil version, whatever the you know whatever size we're on for that, you know, oh here here you go. Because a lot of people thought it was the 28 mil version, but when you looked at it closely, you're like, actually, hang on, that's yeah, that's a fucking AT. And I don't know, it's it it'll be interesting to see what happens. Say, for example, by you know quarter to 2020. One, because there's you know you've had a 
you know, you had like a three, four month delay. So we're just going to kind of spread it out a little bit. And I think if they're, if they're being smart, they will have used the, the delays from Corona to get a head start on what they're doing next. Like I, I predict a red book next. Um, No, I think they'll go on. Well, because now we've got all, all the legions. So now we've got all the legions. A marine red book makes sense because so, it brings yeah, them brings everything together. Also so, updates includes all the new units, the like vehicles that they've released since, and all that sort of stuff. And it also so makes it accessible because then new yeah. players can just buy the red book. Because yeah. I would I would go for the red book. I don't, and I know you know. I'd say, for example, spin. You you finished off your you know your your black book collection, which is you know no doubt it will look lovely and all this kind of stuff but for me if i'm oh no i much prefer the red books yeah for practical reasons for gaming i only want the black books because they look cool and they've got all the lore in them and all the like say the the color plates and stuff but they're not practical for gaming at all no but then then from my perspective you know i'm i'm lucky enough to be able to sit there and go if i've got a black book which is 80 quid or whatever it is you know, I could then, you know, then go and buy myself a normal red book for thirty odd quid. Whereas, because I'm a bit more kind of like, how much shit do I need in my house? Is it's going to be like I'm just going to go red books because that's all I need. I don't need all the bullshit I, in the books. I view the black books as a collectible luxury. I view the red yes. books as a gaming tool. Gaming aid. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not going to bring my, a black book to a gaming event. No, no. I, no. I will, I will bring a red book to a gaming event. Mm. Um, so it's why I, I basically bought the interactive versions of the red books because you know that they're, they're more useful. They're yeah. just there. But yeah, I can, I can see us getting a red book next year. I can see. Hope, I hope that we get some backfill of. Uh, units that are missing models because obviously they're going back and they're doing all of the Contemptors and the Leviathans and the Praetors it'd be nice to get the Isle Attacks not Isle, is it the Isle Attacks? Isle Attacks for Mechanicum yeah, the ones that are missing yeah, you've got the Isle Attacks and another variant of the Thanatar chassis as yeah. well there's, there's a few things here and there that I think it would be cool to get the models for I'm not going to talk about the Atomantic Pervase because at this point I think it's just troll. It's it's <laughs> ridiculous that they have it and they haven't done anything with it. Um, moving forward, I think we're going to see a switch to things like a Talon Battle Book. A um, you know they'll 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 pick individual conflicts. I would I would love a uh, like a Shattered Legion Guerrilla Warfare Black Book. Where it gives some cool. some more depth to what the Shattered Legions were doing, but they can also use that to mitigate some of the bullshit shenanigans you can pull off with Shattered mm. Legions. Um, I'd like to see a version two of the rules, which tidies up the psychic phase. Uh, beyond that, I think it's in a healthy place. I don't mind not getting a thirty k release if I'm getting an AT release. Um, but that, that obviously not all 30k players play AT, but that's my viewpoint on it. I'm 
if anything, the AT books are a easier to digest snapshot of the 30k law. Mm. Um, they fill in blanks that the big black books aren't, like Riser, um, like the Shadow, uh, the Shadow Crusade. Yeah, but what, what what I like about the uh, the Titan uh, the Titanicus books is that every time a release coming, you know you're going to get something pretty useful to have in the game. It doesn't. It's not like okay, they're going to bring it. They do bring out new Titan Legio rules, but it's the manipuls I'm always excited about seeing because yeah. that anyone can use those. They're basically like the rights of war for for the Titanicus, and that's the bit that is for me quite exciting to see what new stuff you can play around with. In fact, that is something I would like. I would like a like a Rights of War book that not only has the Legion specific ones, but like a bunch of new generic Rights of War. Right, should we move on to our last thing? Are we, we, are we discussing Angels of Death? I think we should. Oh we need to talk, we need to kind of like commit to it <laughs> in some way. Do do Ant and Dan even know about Angels of Death? I think I've mentioned yeah. it to both of them at some point. So. Uh, I so let me dive into this though because let me yeah, it's your, it's your dumb story. idea that you've wrote me into it, it is my so. dumb idea so um i can't remember why it was that this happened it was obviously it must be while i was uh off on my recovery and obviously mm. book nine's been coming out everyone's getting fucking excited about dark angels now you know long story short me and ross uh, became good friends initially because we both were massive fans of Dark Angels. Uh, you know, the first night we met let, down the gaming club. Let the listeners we... draw their own conclusions from that fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a classic joke. Um, uh, basically, we spent the entire night ch- chatting about Dark Angels shit. Uh, and, you know, I was playing Dark Angels of 40k. You know, Ross had played 40, uh, Dark Angels of 40k for ages. It was just, you know, it's my first full, you know, proper 40k army. Now, with the release of Book 9 coming, I, I, I was really wanted to do Dark Angels, but on the flip side, personally, I was like, the trouble is, everyone's going to be jumping onto them, so I'm not sure I'd really want to dive into them just at the moment. Plus, I know that, you know, Ross has always had an interest in them, and I didn't want it to be like, you know, you know both of us doing Dark Angels. And I don't know what it was. I think it was. I, I, I suddenly tweaked that the very original 40k army that I intended to do back in second edition when I was a kid was Blood Angels. It's the first model I ever painted was a Blood Angel. And then it suddenly tweaked to me. It was like, you know what? Like the Blood Angels have got their book now. They've got their rules. Uh, I've not actually got like a, a loyalist legion army that I've really kind of got behind. And the more I started thinking about it, I thought, you know what? That'd be quite cool to do Blood Angels. And then. I came up with this crazy idea. It was like, Ross, I'm looking at starting a Blood Angels army. Would you be up for doing a Dark Angels army? And we do like an article, like a, maybe a monthly thing but on the on the Phosphex party page where, you know, we kind of slow build a, a new Loyalist Legion each, but theme it around this, you know, Angels of Death, which is the third edition codex, which to me, uh, second was it second edition? It was second edition, wasn't it? Second edition, yeah. It was second edition, wasn't it? To me, even now, it's still one of my favourite codexes for no reason that it was just cool. It, it had Blood Angels and Dark Angels in it. it. Had a cool bunch of art. You know, it was just that to me. It was like the ultimate Space Marine codex. And yeah, you know, I, I had this idea that we kind of like we're going to, you know, start off discussing the, like the, you know, the the original codex. I've still got a copy of it. 
you know, try and get some of the artwork and, you know, it, it's basically the inspiration for, for doing it like as a heresy version. And it's going to be the, the angels of death. So oh, I'm diving into a blood angels army. Uh, and hopefully Ross is diving into a dark angels army for this. I am. I have, I already have my Praetor in Terminator armor. Uh, have you built him already? No. <laughs> He's oh. in a box. See, I, I've got, I've got the parts for doing my Praetor for, uh, for blood angels. Um, uh, obviously, I've already gone crazy thinking about you know conversion ideas and stuff like that. I've started gathering bits and pieces already. Yeah, and um, sending me lists about airdropping outriders out of uh, well, storm eagles. You know that, that you the one that came up the you the one that had wanted orbital assault, and then it was you know that turned into a late night conversation of oh that's quite a cool idea let's do that. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's that. I hopefully over the you know next few months or so we'll uh, we'll have something for you. That the idea is that we're gonna. You know, it'd probably be like a unit a month or something like that, or you know, maybe you know, like a particular um, uh, part of the force organization chart. Maybe start off with the uh, either a troops choice or like a HQ choice, something like that. But, um... I need to purchase my airbrush before we do any of this. <laughs> oh, well, I've, I've, yeah, I've, this is another reason for it is that I want to kind of use it as a, a good excuse to kind of start learning properly how to use the airbrush and. You know, I've already been looking up uh, techniques for doing blood, uh, airbrushing blood angels, um, but uh, yeah, um, hopefully, it should be uh, should be good fun. It will be good fun. It'll be a good laugh. I I can foresee for it. The, the the monthly kind of. I suppose they're going to be like, we're going to do like a mini episode to talk through what we've done, stuff like that. I mean, I wasn't even sure whether we do it as a as a as a as an episode or anything like that, and just do it as like a, an online article on the on the page, sort of like you know. Who fell asleep? I think, Ant, I think Ant's fallen asleep, hasn't he? You were snoring. <laughs> I'm knackered. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was someone taking a drink or not. And then it was, it was like, oh, fucking <laughs> that is staying in. That is absolutely genius. Oh my word. Sorry oh. for boring you, Ant. No, no. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, basically, that's it. I think that's got to be a wrap right there. There's the title bit. for the episode Fastrex 4013, yeah. the one where Ant fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot. Right, and do you want no, Dan, like, do you want to do you want to say goodbye? Then I'll shout peace, and then we can go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you in the next one in 2022. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and do an episode before then. Obviously, we're gonna go. We're gonna try one a month. Try one a All month. All right. Okay, shit. Well. well Actually, it's quite easy to do now because it's always our scheduling that's the problem. And now we've like figured out a way of doing it online. Hopefully, it should be a well, bit easier to get us all together. Here's the thing: I'm going to I'll download it all tomorrow and see if it's recorded. But I think it is. <laughs> if it's not, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, it was nice talking to you, anyway, guys. It's all right, it's, so it's good, to really good, good to be back. All right, Let, come on the prospect party destroy core page. Tell us what you think. Give us questions to things that you want us to talk about uh, and we'll record the next one in about four weeks or so. Peace! Peace!